to match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat children. All right. Another episode of the motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast. Uh, we back. This episode, me and Ibrahim, you know, back together again, uh, chopping it up and talking tough. Uh, just wanted to do a little intro here, a uh, little prelude to the episode, per usual. This has become the routine. I don't talk to anybody uh, most days now, being that we don't have any comedy shows and I'm quarantining somewhat properly. Uh, you know, so it's always a little awkward even just sitting here and talking to you guys, man. Uh, what the hell have I been up to all in this episode? Uh, we discussed that thing, you know, not having any shows and, you know, what the hell are we doing now that we don't have any shows? Uh, Oh, I talked about, uh, I had a show, we recorded on Saturday, and I had a show on Saturday that was at a, um, it was on the train, excuse me, I'm sipping a little coffee here, uh, Monday morning, so yeah, we talked about it before, you know, I kind of got a text about, hey, you know, can you do a train show? <laughs> and I had that moment where I sat there and I really thought about it. But then I said, hey, man, what the fuck else do you have to do? And I mean, it's been about, I think, three weeks since I was on stage. So which, you know, being here in New York, being in the Mecca of comedy. You know, I I usually probably would get up about, I'd say, four times a week. And it might be multiple times, you know in that week so you know three spots a week was like a slow week for me you know back when the city was popping and it was what it was pre-pandemic so like I said I immediately said you know what is it the power of yes you know if any of you've ever seen uh yes man the Jim Carrey movie (laughs) where he just went around saying yes to everything for I think a year and, you know, you see how your life changes, you know, which which that backfires sometimes. Cause I think in the movie he had like a motorcycle and a guy said, hey, can I have that? And that motherfucker just stared at him begrudgingly and went, yes, you can have it. <laughs> Jim Carrey got some classics, low key. Good old Jim Carrey or James Carrey as he was known on In Living Color. Which is weird, you know, he was the he was the white guy on the black show. And I mean, that motherfucker never forgets it. He still to this day does award shows and thanks Keenan Ivory Waynes and his whole family. So long as you don't forget where you came from, that's always good. Which I recently watched The Mask. And what else did I watch? I watched something else of his. It's just like, yo, that shit puts you right back into your childhood. I remember being like 10 years old watching this motherfucker just oh I watched that Batman movie that he was the Riddler in and he played that shit great which I still remember it came down back in the day to him and Tommy Davidson oddly enough another in living color cast mate and he got it which I I wonder what direction Tommy Davidson would have taken that in but Jim Carrey played that shit great (laughs) 
Uh, anyway, where the fuck was I? What was I talking about? Oh, the power of yes. So yeah, I just went ahead and agreed. You know, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take the show. Let's do it. I said yes before my uh, instincts could tell me no, you know, and my own cynicism, you know, as a comic. I've kind of gotten used to being in the crib all day. But yeah, I said yes, and that show turned out to be great, man. It turned out to be fucking great. Like, we did it on, I won't tell you which train, because, you know, Cuomo might be listening. Cuomo, and, you know, they love to shut everything down uh, here in New York, so... I won't tell you which train, but anyway, about 15 people came on the train with us and they like were whispering comedy show is a comedy show. So, yeah, you know, they're just as bored as we are is what I've had to keep reminding myself is that they're just as bored as we are. So, you know, it is what it is, you know, and. As crazy as some of these show ideas sound, it's like, well, the people are going to be there. They want to be entertained, too. They're tired of fucking being at home. They have watched all of Netflix just as you have. Uh, So that was the good thing about it. It was kind of dope. We took it downtown and took it back up and gave a full 45 minute show, man. And people were laughing their asses off. Even a few people came on the train that weren't on (laughs) that weren't uh a part of the show or didn't come to see the show rather they were just traveling but even they kind of just took it in and it was like well fuck it i guess we're in the middle of a comedy show now we got on the train at Times square and now we're in the middle of a comedy show but you know everybody in new york is so used to taking the train and seeing random ass things and random ass shows you never know what you're gonna get when you walk inside those cars i mean we've seen way worse right <laughs> y'all saw the eight ball jacket man on the train so you see way worse you see actual crimes on the train you might see a naked body part or two you didn't ask to see so comedy show was the least of people's concerns even some of the train workers which transit workers rather were just like yo dope shit and that's the thing you know no one's on the train right now because no one's traveling because no one really has to go to work so and everybody's out of a goddamn job so the train was kind of empty we were able to skip a few seats distance and that whole thing which i we talk about it a little bit on this episode about you know comedy post-pandemic which i mean we've been talking about it for months now and it's it's amazing we're not fucking tired of talking about it i know i am but this thing is kind of still going on man i mean it's record high numbers in certain spots you know and new york just got shut back down like a month ago so uh what do i want to say like just that you know i i don't i, I don't know I, I i'll take like a show every two weeks right now at the rate of infection and i don't really want to do anything indoors you know although i guess you could argue a train is kind of indoors but there was there was space so we were spaced out people were masked up but you don't want to be on that stage too much right now and i mean we we talked about this in this episode me and ibrahim about like yo you got to do a whole risk assessment right now you know before you even agree to do a show. Is it just because the person says, 
half capacity and masked up doesn't mean everybody's going to adhere to those rules. So you really got to do some risk assessment and see, you know, if that's the thing you want to necessarily be doing or not. And I mean, yeah, I, I took this one after like a two or three week layoff and went and did my thing and it felt fucking good, man. I'm just ready to get back to normal. <sighs> They're rolling out the goddamn vaccines. That's happening. Uh, Pfizer, Moderna. I heard today, actually, that they got a uh, a Johnson & Johnson one, which I'm, you know, still a little skeptical about taking this goddamn vaccine because uh, it looks like they killed the brother Hank Aaron. Uh, <laughs> and we talked about that a little on this episode, you know. He survived segregation survived all these wars well i shouldn't say that like he went to the wars but just saying you know i think he might have even seen a little bit of the great depression you know as old as he was and tuskegee he avoided and somehow they got brother hank aaron down there to roll up his negro league sleeves and take that vaccine and two weeks later he was dead so i'm not <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. And I mean, I know the old people are the most vulnerable and they want to vaccinate them first to prevent them from ever catching the disease. Because obviously, it you know, it affects them more than it affects the young and healthy. But same time, I start to feel like that might be a mistake when you see shit like that. It's like, can an old person's body really handle parts of the disease? These motherfuckers barely eat candy because they can't handle sugar at the, at that age. So much less, you know, part of this damn disease that they give you within the vaccine. But I was happy to hear Johnson & Johnson stepping into the business. That's at least a brand we can trust, you know. We've been using them since uh, baby oil and baby powder, so <laughs> at least there's a little bit of comfort there. You go, you know what? I, I recognize this logo on this needle, so I feel a little more comfortable. You know, we don't know who the hell Pfizer and Moderna are. But yeah, as far as the shows go and risk assessment, you know, I've still been seeing motherfuckers post a tour schedule. And it's just real funny because, you know, the captions be all crazy. Yeah, man, you know, this pandemic can't fucking stop me. Can't stop me and my world tour. You know, I'm in Dallas. Then I'm in Houston. Then I'm in Tampa. Then I'm in Orlando. Then I'm in Alabama. Then Atlanta. And then it starts over again. Yeah, then I'm in Dallas. Then I'm in Houston. Then I'm in Tampa. Then I'm in Orlando. Then I'm in Alabama. Then I'm in Atlanta. And it's just like, motherfucker. You ain't on no world tour. You're going to the same five states that are open and performing. Like, calm down. Then two weeks into the tour, you know, they get the serious face and want to make that post. Hey, guys, uh, just wanted to give everybody an update uh, on my health. Uh, yeah, I... Wednesday, I tested positive for COVID. Uh, thank you for your prayers. And you go, motherfucker, I ain't, nah. What happened to all that pandemic ain't stopping me, shit. And I get it, because as artists, 
we need money. We need income. And the show money is where the money was, you know? Even if you didn't have a big TV gig or a big writing gig, you could go, you know, three states away and make you a nice chunk of change on a Friday, Saturday. But right now you got to ask yourself, you know, even when that state is open, is that a thing that you want to do? And I mean, the biggest comic in the game, Dave Chappelle, just caught COVID. So, and I mean, was posting pictures and all that before, you know, yeah, man, I'm testing everybody. It's totally safe. And it's like, man, that test ain't even 100% accurate, man. They just came up with all this shit in the last eight months. I mean, I, I forget his name right now, but the doctor that invented the COVID test just passed, I want to say like a two days ago. He just, he invented the COVID test, you know, last year, basically. And he just passed. So it's important to remember that, you know, all this information ain't 100% accurate one way or the other. Everybody's kind of making this shit up as they go. First, they told us not to wear a mask. Then they told us to wear a mask. Now they're saying some people to wear two masks. And it's just like, well, goddamn. I mean, some of this shit got to be based upon the size of your lips. <laughs> Big lip niggas got to wear three masks. That's the rule. I might just invest in the fucking muzzle. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just funny watching entertainers scramble. I mean, you know. We got to get money somehow, so I get it. And I, myself, I still have a day job, you know. I still been getting out in the streets and mixing it up and doing a little cabin here and there, you know. People aren't really going anywhere like that. And the money's a little slow, but like I said, I was lucky. I was blessed enough to still have the day gig, which was a little funny because it was some comics that was, you know, bragging about man i'm a full-time comedian all i do is tell jokes and then the pandemic hit and they had to kind of adjust and scramble and it's like yeah man yeah man you know same energy bro go ahead and brag about how you don't have any income at the moment because all the shows is canceled or get out there and risk your motherfucking life which I love telling some fucking jokes, but at a certain point, it's not even about you. You know, you endangering staff that has to come to the venue and work. You endangering people in the audience a little bit, you know, so. But same time, gyms are fucking open. So what the fuck do I know? We're all sweating next to each other. So comedy shows should be open. I'll say that. And I mean, it should be up to people's own discretion, you know, at your own motherfucking risk. I've been places and they've made you sign a waiver for hot wings. So if you can sign a waiver for hot wings, you know, you should be able to sign a waiver for this. But anyway, I'm rambling. Oh, my homie Nico White. Uh, you can hear me reference him a lot here on this show. It's one of my good friends, my sensei. Helped me around in New York and introduced me to people and helped me make, make my way up to whatever the fuck I am at this point within the scene and uh his he has a documentary coming out about black comedy today on Comedy Central's uh YouTube. So check that shit out if you're listening and you want to 
see some shit about black comedy. I think it's called Dark Humor. And Roy Wood, Lil Rel, uh, who else is in this thing? Uh, shit, I want to say Tiffany Haddish, but I'm not completely sure. Oh, Miss Pat is in it. Uh, Miss Pat, who else? God damn it, it's a lot of people. A lot of comedians are in the uh, documentary. So go watch that shit. It's on YouTube on Comedy Central's page. And happy Black History Month, motherfuckers. February 1st. Snow every fucking where in New York. It's a goddamn blizzard. So <laughs> all my plans today are canceled. Not that I had many in this quarantine, whatever the fuck we in, semi-quarantine. Which, by the way, Cuomo announced indoor dining's coming back February 14th. So just in time for broke niggas to have to put their money together and show that woman that they care <laughs> which i'm sure all the women are happy but it's 25 percent capacity so if you can be within that 27 percent or so you can show her you tried because it's the thought that counts you can go yo i tried to make reservations but <laughs> i mean yeah the super bowl's next week and Everything's going to be closed, so we can't even go into a bar and enjoy some goddamn wings and have you a beer. But the week after that, Valentine's Day. Nice move, fucking Cuomo. Nice fucking move. No Super Bowl parties. No hanging in the bar, getting the wing specials. I'm a wing connoisseur, by the way. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast. I eat an illegal amount of wings. I'm still a little sad because the pandemic, well, right before the pandemic, we had a Buffalo Wild Wings here in New York and Harlem and off 125th. It was connected to the Magic Johnson Theater because they know the black audience loved them wings. And uh, yeah, they shut down right a little before the pandemic. So. I haven't been able to get my Caribbean jerk and my honey barbecue wings that I love, man. There's another spot up here, though, called Atomic Wings, man. Uh, they're pretty damn good. Uh, but I prefer the Buffalo Wild Wings because, you know, they had those 60 cent days, you know, 60 cent Tuesdays, baby. So you could rack them up, baby. Run them up to about 30, 30 pieces. Get you a couple different flavors going and then 15 bucks, baby. Can't beat that. And a big ass side of ranch. I'm a ranch man myself, man. Which that shit always exposes me here in New York because everybody in New York eats blue cheese. So the second I go, yo, my man, uh, instead of the blue cheese, can I get a thing of ranch? The whole bar turns around like. Like in those old El Paso uh, hot sauce commercials. Remember those classic commercials? Those old El Paso hot sauce commercials where the dude would walk in and they turn over the taco sauce and it'd say, made in New York City. And the whole bar say, New York City. And they were all cowboys. And, you know, old El Paso was made in, obviously, El Paso, Texas. And, you know. Them real cowboys wasn't having no taco sauce from fucking New York City. 
so about the same, you know. I'd be like ranch, and everybody turn around. Ranch, where the fuck are you from? <laughs> it just hit different. I don't know. Blue cheese is mold. I, I'm not really fucking with that. Those little chunks in it, ugh. It, t- it tastes spoiled. And I mean, if something molds, if milk molds, it is spoiled, and it becomes mold. So what the hell? Now I'm giving a science lesson. Anyway. Where the fuck was I? What was I talking about? Well, if you have in Harlem, stop at the Atomic Wings and get you the honey mustards and, or, or the hot honey barbecue. Them shits is hitting. Uh, talking about being a wing connoisseur. Oh, the Super Bowl is what got me to thinking about how everything's going to be closed. So, you know, you can't do nothing but pick up your order and go. But everything's open for fucking Valentine's Day. Cupid, Cupid, Cupid. Who gives a fuck? Anyway. Super Bowl is next weekend. So that's something to look forward to. Something positive. Uh, we got the Chiefs. We got the young, young lion in Patrick Mahomes. And we got. The old veteran and Tom Brady, this motherfucker just refuses to die. Which is the shit that makes me laugh is that he went down to Florida to retire like everybody does. <laughs> the sun is good for my knees. It's that or Arizona. Just like a damn senior citizen heading south to Florida to retire, probably frequenting some new beaches. Uh... Everybody was making fun of Bill Belichick because obviously Tom Brady looks like the uh, more successful part of the couple because he had success. And Belichick, yeah, he didn't do so hot this year, him and Cam Newton, you know. Cam played pretty well, but Cam caught COVID and then that, it just seemed like they never could get any uh, chemistry in. You know, I want to say Cam had no weapons, but Brady won out there for a long time with no weapons. Well, Gronk, which is hilarious. He took his one weapon to South Beach with him like, hey, Gronk, I know you retired, but I need you to I need you to uh, stretch that back on out and get down here. Super pause. That sounded weird as fuck. Stretch that back on out. I sound like a new challenge on <laughs> social media that the women are doing. The stretch that back on out challenge. And they'll be like, stay out of my DMs after they post it. Like, did you just post your entire ass naked and then tell me stay out your DMs, ma'am? You don't understand how advertising works. Anyway, that's like showing a picture of a pizza and getting mad when somebody says they want a bite. <laughs> Anyways, where was I? Oh, yeah, everybody's kind of looking sideways at Bill Belichick and because, you know, now they're saying, oh, you know, everybody thought it was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and his system. Turns out Tom Brady was the system. And it's like, eh, I don't know. That might be an oversimplification. I mean, Tom picked a perfect location which I'm sure his wife, supermodel Giselle, wanted to get the fuck out of cold-ass New England. You know, spent 20 years up there dealing with the snow, and like I said, I'm recording this sitting in the middle of a goddamn blizzard, so... (sighs) That's what I like about it, right? It's rugged. A little bit of adversity on your way to work in the morning, you feel me? But anyway, yeah. 
you know, down in Tampa, like I said, get some sunshine and trying to prove, you know, that he could do it without Belichick, which people were making the joke about, you know, only one of them's going to the Super Bowl. And like, I don't know, it's in Florida. Uh, Robert Kraft might be down in, <laughs> in in Florida still. He might not be at the Super Bowl. He might be down at the uh, massage parlor in Jupiter, Florida there, getting that old rub and tug. That's his favorite play. Robert Kraft, that's the owner of the uh, Patriots, folks. Uh, Google that, you know. I hate explaining jokes, but I know some of y'all aren't sports people. So many fucking punk-ass comedians that don't watch sports. Uh, which, to me, you lack competitive fire when you don't. So, And you miss a lot of good references and good jokes. So Robert Kraft is the owner of the Patriots that, if you remember... Last Super Bowl, or maybe the Super Bowl before that, when Brady went, he uh, was down there getting a rubbing tug and got caught. And they kept threatening to release the tape, but they never did. <laughs> With like a prostitute, and yeah, you know how it goes, getting the old happy ending. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tom Brady might not be alone. He might see a familiar face down there in Florida. I don't know if Belichick is coming for the ride, but Robert Kraft, he's going to be down there, baby. If it's a party, he's in. Which everybody then keeps making it political. Have y'all forgotten that Tom Brady was a MAGA hat? And it's just like, how you get mad at white men for being white men? That's like getting mad at me for supporting Malcolm X. It's like, how you mad at a white man for white manny? Like, Trump's the ultimate white man. Like I said, that's like getting mad at me for supporting Malcolm X. Do any white leaders get assassinated? That was a random thought I just had. Now that I think about it, JFK did. One, which, of course, the old joke goes. <laughs> the most important, the leader of the free world riding in a goddamn drop top, like, Hey, man, whoever your secretary of uh, head of security was, fire him. Like, he deserves a firing squad. Yeah, we just going to ride down Main Street in a damn drop top. <laughs> I bet a president hasn't rode in a drop top car since. That's about like us, you know, as black men. It's like, listen, I don't give a fuck how popular I get or how weird these shows get during quarantine I'm not speaking on no balcony. Not after MLK. We do all our speeches in enclosed spaces. I don't want anybody getting drop on us. This history repeats itself. You gotta learn from it. Oh, that's about all I have to say. What was I saying? Oh, Tom Brady chose he chose the perfect location because. What was his name? Jameis Winston was down there throwing all them damn touchdowns, but he was also throwing all them interceptions. And I think he set the record for interceptions. Then he went and got LASIK surgery. Like, as soon as the season ended, he got LASIK and was like, no more interceptions, everybody. And the GM was like, hmm, about that. Uh, <laughs> we got this Tom Brady, this free agent named Tom Brady that we might take a look at and you know Jameis wound up in in New Orleans and he even threw a touchdown I think what 
last weekend in the in the other round before the, the the last round before the divisional playoffs or the divisional championships or conference championships uh Tom Brady and the Buccaneers played the Saints and uh Drew Brees sat out another again another white guy that you know every time he throws a touchdown black people feel a need to remind you of his political affiliations that once again you mad at a white man for white manning <laughs> like i said it's like getting mad at me for liking my, uh, martin luther king or like dude i'm a black man i'm black manning you feel me anyway yeah uh, Breeze went out for, or they ran a trick play, and Jameis threw a touchdown in that game. So, who knows? Breeze might be hanging it up, and Jameis might take the reins from them. But anyway, Tom Brady took his car, added Gronkowski, unretired Gronkowski, which is a bit like how uh, LeBron had Zydrunas Ogalskis, you know. Played his whole career in Cleveland. They spent like 10 years working on his foot. Finally made the finals. And then as soon as LeBron left, he went to Miami too. And it's just like, well, shit. What are you, his dog? <laughs> what are you, his pet? This just packed you up in his uh, luggage and checked you at the gate too. But yeah, the big Gronk down there running plays. And uh, they added uh, Antonio Brown, which Antonio Brown was fucking up left and right you know and getting kicked out of the league played for the patriots a few games and couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut and then he had the whole sexual assault thing that just was horrible timing because he was already on a uh you know he was on one of those last warnings like when you get your two write-ups i remember one time when i was in school in middle school like if you got more than three write-ups they sent you to alternative school and that's how the NFL was doing him. It was like, hey, bruh, you had this whole deal with Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. Y'all fell the fuck out. You got traded. You got what you wanted. You went to Oakland. And I think Oakland gave up a lot of shit for him. And then he just wouldn't wear a helmet. He kept wanting to wear his helmet from Pittsburgh. And they were like, that's an old helmet model, you know. You get the CTE with that helmet model. This is the non-CTE version. And this motherfucker refused to put on a fucking helmet. Which is just like, bro, if I'm making millions of dollars, I don't give a fuck which helmet you hand me. The helmet could have CTE written on the sides of it. And I'm putting that motherfucker on for 15 million, 20 million a year, dog. <laughs> Memory is overrated. Anyway... Yeah, so he got up out of there, then got in some trouble. Once he got to the Patriots, he caught a couple touchdowns. Smooth, quick, boom, boom. Probably the most talented player they had since Randy Moss over there. Boom, boom. I think it was a Monday night football game. That motherfucker looked good, dog. And then, boom. Right then, that chick dropped a uh, sexual something charge on him and you know, drug his name through the mud a couple times, basically kicked him while he was down because he was already in all sorts of trouble anyway with, you know, the league over the helmet and just some of his antics off the court or whatever, off the field, you know. There was even something about, like, the police anyway. Then he had got cut from that team. Then he, like, went online and cussed out uh, 
cussed out uh what's his name uh belichick and the whole organization dissed them dropped a whole diss track you know it was tupac hit him up style and then had got arrested i think by the cops and it was like him yelling at the cops which you know they be harassing niggas especially rich niggas you're gonna get harassed a motherfucker show up on salary you know and see your big ass mansion and all your chains and fancy cars out front and it's a woman pointing at you you going to fuck down <laughs> that's the last thing one of them boys in blue that's you know making maybe 60 70 thousand dollars a year depending on what city he's in but risking his life every day oh he gonna handcuff you so that was that whole thing and then pandemic happened and it seemed like nobody gave a fuck or even remembered all this shit and tom knew what he was doing man as soon as tom got a little they got a little roster spot cleared down there called up old antonio brown for that veterans minimum and he been down there he ain't done a damn thing that motherfucker been on his best best behavior because he knows that's his last chance it's that brown last name man antonio brown chris brown orlando brown bobby brown all crazy as hell man <laughs> charlie brown all of them buster brown I'm trying to think of random ass people named Brown now. Judge Joe Brown, all of them. They all trouble, man. But yeah, he been down there on his best behavior. Catching them balls, man. And Paul's Super Bowl. So we're going to see what's up. He's got some weapons. But Tom picked the perfect location. They got a nice defense. Fucking Sue is down there. Remember him? He used to stomp on niggas' chest while they were down. Sue, who's my other guy on the defensive side? Shit, it's slipping my memory now, but he's another old head. Oh, Pierre Paul. <laughs> that was on the Giants Super Bowl teams, and people already clowning. They like, yo, this motherfucker is missing a finger. Remember, he blew off his finger up here with some fireworks. Which for a defensive lineman or a tackle, you like, yo, you kind of need your fingers, motherfucker, to block. And to lock up with motherfuckers, blew off his goddamn fingers. And you know, fireworks are illegal in New York, which is, you know, I always laugh because it's like, yo, certain states, you can get an assault rifle faster than you can get a bottle rocket. Although in New York, guns are illegal too. So it doesn't really apply here. But I think this might have happened in Jersey because, you know, all the New York teams play in Jersey, Giants, Jets. But anyway, yeah blew off his goddamn finger and they got him out of here not long after because it's just a level of like bruh come on what are you doing again as i just said with brown you're making so much money a year to play a game and you you out here fucking around with fireworks and blowing your fingers off in front of the kids i mentioned jim carrey earlier you on some straight fire marshal bill shit <laughs> Marshall Bill, that's one of Jim Carrey's characters on the show, man. If y'all don't know, go look that shit up on YouTube, man. Motherfucker was supposed to teach kids about fire safety, and the motherfucker set himself on fire every time. Anyway, yeah, Pierre Paul, Sue, 
They are down there mashing motherfuckers on defense. So we gonna see. And the Chiefs got the highest powered offense in the fucking game, you know. Uh, old boy that jumped, which was Pierre Paul in New York, like, then it makes me think about Plaxico Burris. This is, these niggas is always, like, jet Giants football players are always injuring themselves. You don't remember Plaxico Burris. He went to jail for shooting himself in the foot at a nightclub. Hit your Googles. It's hilarious, I promise. As you would think, he just, as Cat Williams said, would have refused to press charges on himself. <laughs> But I guess that wasn't an option. Not in New York State. It's just the act of having a gun. Anyway. Yeah. Fucking giants always injuring themselves. Self-inflicted wounds. But uh, yeah, high-powered Chiefs offense. Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to find me some honey mustard wings and a big-ass thing of ranch and pull up a chair. Uh, anyway, what did we discuss on this episode? That's enough of me ranting. Um, on this episode, we discussed, like I said, comedy post-corona. Me and Ibrahim, we discussed, oh, these challenges that the ladies are doing. The busted challenge, the silhouette challenge. Uh, what else did we discuss? Um, shit. It's hard for me to remember, man, and this was just... Saturday, oh, we discussed the Capitol storming and people running up in Capitol Hill. We discussed the Biden administration and some of those executive orders and Trump pardoning people. We discussed uh, the GameStop uh, stock market situation. So it's a little bit of new territory for us. Uh, you know, like share subscribe and all that good stuff man uh thanks for listening enjoy the episode yo hey what's going what's on man? chilling yo i just seen it see that uh anchor got this whole new design yeah they got a new logo and all that can you hear me yeah, I don't know what the hell just happened. It was like the phone just started recording us for some reason. Yeah, <clears throat> probably some glitch in the matrix. I got this new microphone on, so I'm using it. So oh, I'm trying to fi- figure it all out, you know. So I mm-hmm. do I sound pretty good? Yeah, yeah. It actually sounds the best it's ever sounded. I can, uh, myself, yeah. I can hear myself echoing a little bit, but, you know, that's how they do with these um with these platforms. Yeah, I think, you know, just uh, basic nigga logic of like, yo, everybody's on whatever the airwaves are. So, mm-hmm. like, nobody's doing nothing in person now. <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. Everything good on your end, man? Ah, we all right. I mean, you know, who's going to complain? Yeah. But we all right. Trying, Basics is our, you know. Trying to get through this shit. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I ain't won shit since I started since the, in this new cycle of fan dueling. Outside of that, I'm all right. All right, you fan dueling? Still fan dueling, yeah. Yeah, you had told me we can't even do it in New York. I don't know why it's illegal nah, over here. Because they ain't allowed. I mean, it's starting to slowly open up in different states, though. Yeah. Once the Cuomo and them realize New York is broke as a state, we're going to be selling weed and gambling, too. 
Yeah. It, like, I don't know. They're trying to save New York. Well, I don't, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. They're not trying to save New York nightlife. It's not like all of these little governments is like slowly but surely trying to strip away any semblance of, you know, society, it appears. It's like, you know, slowly but surely, the fact, you know, it's all because of, you know, under the guise of we have to be careful because of the pandemic and everything like that. And people are going to obey because they have to. You know well, what yeah, I mean? I'm over it, but at the same time, you know, people have died, so you don't want to die. So naturally, you do what the fuck you're told. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what's so funny about it. It's like, I don't know. For me, everybody could see... Like I didn't agree completely yeah. with the anti-maskers and all of that stuff, but no, I, I understood of felt, where they I were. Felt I understood it. where they were coming. You know from, what I'm saying? You know, I understood where they in certain situations, some of the protocols yeah. don't necessarily make sense, but makes sense. But yeah, a lot of it. Ultimately, we know we're not going to see a concert by Bow Wow. Did you see that shit? He was in Houston like probably a no, week no, or no, two no. ago, and. The governor was like, really? We just doing a concert? Because, of course, and here's my thing, and I mean, I guess we'll come in a little hot here on this topic, but it's like, it's not that you went to the concert. It's that you took pictures, and it's not that you took pictures after you went to the concert. It's that you posted them. Uh, People, just period. You know? Yeah, in general. And then, you know, just of course, people, people get a hold of it and go, what the fuck is this? Nobody in here is wearing a mask. Then it ain't that hard to figure out. I mean, mm-hmm. some people even go as far as to tag the locations. So, like, I just read an article about, mm-hmm. you know, comedy ain't dead. It just went underground. And it's like, you're naming venues Comedy's always been underground. <laughs> and locations, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, oh, snitching yeah, yeah. on yourself is going on there. Yeah, I seen, I seen, uh, I seen that one of the venues they were using right. now just got shut down. <clears throat> what was it? The, uh, something, the the something. Yeah, swine, I don't the even know about that one, shit, but I, like called. I said, as I but read I, that article, I just yeah. kind of laughed a little of like, uh, <laughs> you are making the block. Yeah, it's hot not underground the now. Top hot, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, it's like, yo, I'm kind of with it. And that's been my thing the whole time. It's like, yo, not for nothing. When I go outside, I don't wear my mask. I only wear it in closed spaces, right? But I'm not going to go to the courthouse, you know, and wave my mask at them and say, you know, fuck wearing masks. It's like, nah, I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut corners as I see fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I... I weigh where I'm going to wear mine. When I'm in my car, I don't wear it. Yeah, that shit definitely looks stupid to me when I see somebody in their car all alone. If I... In their car, yeah. Unless they drive... Yeah, well, you have to wear one for those for cabs. But... Nah. I mean, even when they're by themselves. You know, they they have it on, but it's probably... Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's becoming a habit. You know what I mean? It's like you're driving and you probably forget you got it on. Cause I drove, man. I remember I was driving in my car, and I don't drive Uber or nothing. But I, I don't know. I was moving around, 
I was driving and shit, and I realized I had it on. I, no, I didn't realize I had it on, and I was like short of breath. I'm like, why the fuck do I feel short of breath? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I still got my mask. I know on. for myself a lot forgot. of times, especially in this cold weather and stuff. Like, I feel like I can't breathe sometimes. A little bit of like, how do I say this? I just have trouble thinking and like short, small tasks, and I'll find myself just ripping it off and being like, it's because you got this damn thing on. Dude, it's saying, it looks dumb as fuck to me with people yeah. in gyms wearing them. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, I'm not working out in a gym. It's, first yes. of all, exercise is strenuous as it is. Then you're going to put a mask on your face, which further constricts your breathing. Like, I used to wear those training masks where, where that was hmm. their very purpose was to restrict your breathing. Why would you and, bro, restrict that, your breathing? Are you working like, harder? Just going for a walk. Because what it... Yeah, what it it claims that it boosts nitric, uh, what is yeah. it, nitric oxide levels in the blood and everything, so it boosts oxygenation. So you're si- you're simulating gotcha. training at high <laughs> altitude. That's what you're doing with these masks. But it, it's it's miserable yeah, definitely. to train with it. You know what I'm saying? And plus, I didn't really see I didn't really see any improvement. To be honest with you, I didn't see I didn't really feel initially. I did, but as prolonged use, I didn't feel right. myself get any better. By wearing it and working out at the time, so, but I mean, wearing those, wearing those masks, excuse me, that are mm-hmm. designed for that is miserable. So just imagine wearing cloth, you know, some type of those, you know, those face pieces, you know, those uh, yeah, those cloths that people wear around their necks that they stretch up to their face or yeah, exactly. Face when the whole point is, dumb. you know, getting your cardio in, and that's definitely when I notice like people are. Uh, yeah. When I'm on the treadmills, everybody's sneaking air, meaning pulling it down off mm-hmm. their nose or whatever they got to do. And and I mean, it's, yeah. when I'm hitting the weights, yeah. when I'm on the bench and stuff, it's a little different. I can keep it up. But then there's not even nobody near you. So there is a level of like, all right, well, I'm not even next right. to anybody anymore. Dude, dude, the whole purpose of exercise yes. is to have maximum yeah. oxygenation. It's it's yeah, a little it's bit not like about uh, restricting your, your your what is it chloroform your ragging yourself so <laughs> as you run right right <laughs> right yeah it's so dumb I'm like I, it, to me it's not worth it to go to the yeah. gym and, and train under those circumstances I've been going because it's like, the only fucking it, thing to you know, do I'd rather work out at home yeah I feel you, but I'd rather well see you're you you you've Honestly. been like a trainer and stuff so I feel like you got a little bit more of a I don't know. It's just something about being at home to me that I can't take anything serious that's at home. Yeah, I didn't try to do an audition True. over Zoom at home. And it was just like, Lord Jesus. Oh, yeah, you had yeah. to do an audition what, for stand up or like I did for the rush battle or BET joint. But, and yeah, they were like, you know, oh, roast those, this those. and roast that. It's like, ah, if we were in a room and the energy was flowing, this would be fun. But because I just right, rolled right. out of bed and cut on a Zoom camera, <laughs> so so I know you can't give details about the show, but I, but but can you t- can you tell me this? Are you when you did the roast battle? Are you no, roasting? No, we actually Zoom? we actually everybody got roast- tested. Okay, so it, and we, so we went in a building and did it. Okay, so, got you, got you. Yeah, it was actually in person. All right, but got you, got all you. that red tape. Like I said, it's almost like we porn stars now. All this testing, and you know, may or may not be here or there because yeah. of COVID. You know, 
<laughs> You'll be the Mr. Marcus of fucking yeah. BET comedy. <laughs> Remember that shit? What he what what he do? He spread a. I don't even he know. Yeah, syphilis. I think it was. Remember they had they had like an outbreak of some sort of STD, and it was because Mr. Marcus tested positive for one of them shits. He was burning bitches. Other. <laughs> and they they had like an outbreak of that shit. Yeah, like he didn't. Hey man, stop trying to be an like Iron Man working, out here. And then it shut down production. That shit was crazy. Nah, that's just over. Like, like he was trying to he was trying to play hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's not one industry you can play hurt. On like, in the porn set, yeah. He's on a on a porn set. Got to yeah, take a day like, off. They they ain't paying your ass nothing but snacks anyway. As a man. <laughs> Yo, I remember reading this story. It was so funny. All right, so one of the porn star niggas named uh, Prince Yeshua or whatever. I think his name is Prince Yeshua. He the nigga that be doing too much. Like, he be uh, wearing, like, he wear Tim. Like, every okay. porn motherfucker wear Tim's when they fuck. Like, I've seen. They, they wear porn. This nigga wear, like, uh, uh, he be wilding. And he be wearing, like, Tim's. But he be wearing Tim's that look like they were worn in. Like, like they were, uh. <laughs> like he worked on actual construction Used. like rocking these t- like like yeah they're not you know like the mids you know like the, the, the yeah the real construction mids, boots not, not like, like the regular Tim's. Tim's he the real construction like he boots. actually got yeah, a nail stuck in the ashy. bottom of one of his like he was on a job site right right like they actually right like they actually steel toe like that, motherfuckers look like uh, uh nutter butters. <laughs> That's what his Tim's look like. So he be wearing. I that. love your detailed uh, like description of this. Remember... <laughs> Yo, damn, he, he, he wear a knee brace when he be fucking. It's time so to he get out the knee brace. Yeah, he wear a knee brace. That motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga is Willis Reed when it comes yeah. to porn. You gotta get some ice so hot before he goes out there. With the fucked up Tim's, and I remember. And I remember he put his. I remember this one time he put his. He put his foot on his on his white bitch face when he was fucking her. So he was hitting her from the back, and he and he reached around like he reached around yeah. with his leg. You know how motherfucker throw his one leg up, and instead of putting it like on the side like a regular human being, he stretched his leg around to the front, like toward the toward her head, hey. and stepped on her face. So that was too much for you. Anyway. Yo, he be wildin'. So when she said, "Give me the nigger cop," that wasn't enough for you. But but when he stepped on her face, you were like, "That's yo too much." He's yeah, that's that's too much for me. So this nigga, he broke his dick, fucking a chick. Like he had say what now? A chick broke his shit. That's crazy. Broke his shit, yo. He she broke his shit. So the the funny thing is when I looked the story up. He, he the way they wrote it was like some <laughs> shit out of ESPN. <laughs> Yo, the motherfucker, like they said, he sustained hey, a career threat. I mean, injury. yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. That's like <laughs> so tearing your ACL. Was, ACL, word up. They was talking about it like Say it was it. an ACL tear, or a high ankle sprain, and they was like, they word up. So they, they uh, so because I saw the interview with a chick who did it. And I saw, and then I read the story. So the chick was like, the chick be pretty much described yeah. this nigga as, yo, he be doing too much, right? So she said, I was, I was doing reverse cowgirl, and I slipped. And she said, when I came down, I came down off because he was <laughs> like pounding the shit out of these bitches. So he was pounding the shit out of her, 
and she was riding in reverse cowgirl. She said, "My, I had on heels." She said, "My foot slipped, and I came down on this, came down <laughs> wrong, and he was pounding me." And she said, "She think that the shit may have slipped either out or up or somehow, but when she came down, she heard the shit pop, and then it was." She said, "It was blood everywhere." Hold on, his dick was, was like, bleeding. <laughs> so this book. That's insane. Yeah, man. Like he. Bro, he, he <laughs> some shit. Is this a scene people can actually go watch? Anyway, they edited that nah, out. Nah, like, I don't think people, I don't think people can see you, this. It, it, that shit probably on the let me. Well, you know what though? Anything's on the dark web. You could probably say anything's on the dark web. Dark web, but the interview was graphic was enough for me. I was like, all right, I don't even need to see the video because I thought it was maybe a video or whatever. But anyway, nigga broke his dick. And the way they wrote it up in the in the article was so funny. It was like career threatening injury. He had he required this. Music. And then they was like, he won the comeback performer <laughs> of the oh, year. Oh yeah, they do have like the AVN award. <laughs> At the next stuff. year's AVN. Yo, that shit was hilarious. That is funny. That shit was so funny. I was like, something like that. That's like what Kanye said. Uh, they, Kanye, yeah. they were asking him about having a sneaker, and he was like, well. Well, I'm a performance athlete. And I mean, he does mm-hmm, perform. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we like to think about athletics right. and performance in just one area, you know, in athletics. But it's like, nah, he actually right. does have to do those shows and stuff. That's oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus, Jesus ripped his vocal cords. I remember that. He didn't know how to perform. And he was like, yeah, I was, you know, his first tour, he was out mm-hmm. there screaming like, it was the only show he had to do. And it's like, when you got, you know, mm-hmm. a 30 city tour, you got to know how to treat your shit. You right. You can't go yell your heart out. And I know right, right. they give a lot of rappers shit for, you know, doing the old, uh, you know, when I say make you say noise and they hold the mic out. But a lot of that shit is so they don't have to do it. It's preservation. Like now the hype man, mm. there's a reason you have mm. a hype man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So the hype man in concert tours is like something like that, yeah, a little bit on a porn site because the yeah, the, the like the way is it called the fluffer or the buffer, some shit where the fluffer yeah, yeah. on the side that get to do hard again. So the something hype like man that, yeah. Fluffer. Think of it just like in comedy, you know, the open. That's, you know, uh, one thing I was always taught or told, you know, a little yeah. bit. That'd be funny. A little bit is that, uh, you know, Darren Carter did that shit a long time ago on Comic View. Uh, Hype Man. What did what? You know, what if I somebody came out behind me and said, Yo, 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 y'all laugh like a motherfucker. That shit was funny, yo. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Darren Carter, but that was like Gary Owens' evil twin. Nah. Yeah, he had the red hair. Oh, he was a white guy? So he was. Extra corny, oh, okay. you know. He would, you know, I'm white, but my name is Devin and all that shit. <laughs> you you can't forget him. But uh, uh what the hell was I, I saying? Oh, the hype man thing. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit like the opener. Like what people would always say about most comedy shows and stuff is, you know, as the feature, don't get too hype because <laughs> most people gonna come over to you and tell you, yeah, man, you were, you know, better than the headliner. And all they're really saying is they kind of know the headliner's tricks at a certain point. You know, you might have seen one or two specials. Mm-hmm. 
you're the unseen guy whose moves they don't know, basically. But you know, some people take that shit right to their mm -hmm. head. And I don't know if I told this story mm. before, but I was, uh, oh, when Charlie Murphy passed, RIP, this dude, the day he died, kind of threw up a post about like, yo, you know, not for nothing. When Charlie Murphy came to my town, you know, I was too funny. I was opening for him. I opened two of the three nights. And if, then by the third night, they cut me and had a different opener. You know, he couldn't handle it, the heat I was bringing. Mm -hmm. And it was just so self-centered and like, damn, man, you really made this all about yourself. Yeah, but it was one you, of the things right, like, right, and it right. made me realize like, damn, man, people, what's the word I'm looking for? They just don't respect the game. It's a level of like, yo, <laughs> if you're that good, then you'll be the headliner one day. Mm -hmm. Right. I respect he kept the same energy for him when he was yeah. dead than when he was alive. I respect that because there's so many people that act that are so love or reverence their, for somebody. Their interaction or their love or reverence for somebody, yeah, when they pass away, all of a sudden they're their biggest yeah, fan. That shit was is their annoying. Order. They was his biggest and and this nigga like, nah, I felt slighted by that nigga in life and I'm gonna slight that nigga yeah. in death. Like, I was like, all right. You know, people would be like, oh, that's so, you know, people like, oh, that's fucked up. But at the same time, I'm like, I respect him being consistent. You know what I'm saying? That'll be one thing that'll annoy the fuck out of me is like, if there's somebody I know who don't rock with somebody that I love and revere and very close with and we know that person don't like them, then all of a sudden they're their greatest supporter, they're their biggest <laughs> fan. I'm saying, man, suck a dick. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not. I'd rather yeah, you say, but you're a piece of shit. You, you, you know, know what? what? Like, People underestimate is the fact that you could not say nothing. And that's the thing. It's, you know, you could not to, say but nothing. But who's going to do that? Come on. You're, you're not. You're, we're in a different era now, bro. Everybody has the access to. You could not say nothing years ago because no one would well, yeah, that that was... have a platform. But everybody. But every. Right, but you know good and well everybody who would go to a hair salon or a barbershop would speak right. their mind about whatever the subject is, and that's what social media is. It is the it is the it is the barbershop and oh, yeah, hair right. salon of technology. So everyone's and, and, gonna and, say and we you know let the cat out the bag. Obviously, we see now, yo, everybody does not need to have be able to have an opinion or to share an opinion because we always had them. Uh, nah, but what you speak of uh, mm -hmm. reminds me of. A little bit of the Larry King thing. Did you see what happened with uh, Larry King and Piers Morgan? Uh, with a uh, Piers Morgan, yeah, that's what one of the things that made me think about it was. I respect. Well, yeah, Piers I thought he was more of joking. Uh, I guess I'll just say for the for the audience, him. I'll just describe yeah. what happened. Yeah, was, me uh, too. Obviously, Larry King passed. You know, I think last week. You know, <laughs> and. Mm -hmm. Pierre's Morgan put up a post saying, you know, hey, you know, R.I.P. Larry King, you know, when I got my show, because he replaced him, you know, you told me you didn't see what the hell right, people right, right, saw right. in me or whatever, and that you thought my show sucked. And, and I always took it, or I took it more as people got upset about it, but I took it more as, like you said, he was keeping the same energy of, like, we were fierce competitors, you know, and and, and, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. also, you know, he I replaced him. So who 
who looks at their replacement, you know, with with uh, what's the word I'm looking for? With reverence, yeah. like With reverence, yeah. You know, whatever, chump, yeah. you know, that's kind of how you look at your replacement. In most cases, unless you picked them or they're your protege. So it was a level of like, yeah, you know, same but energy. It was- and also I felt a little like Larry King would have read that shit and laughed. And laughed, yeah. People don't realize that everybody doesn't have a glowing opinion of everybody else. Like, most of the people who probably got mad never watched Larry King's show. Didn't right. really give a fuck who Larry King was. But they all jump on the bandwagon of, of mourning and remorse and somebody's memories of somebody else. And it's all bullshit. It's like right. that guy And see, that's King. where I think it gets you know what I'm saying? tricky. So it's then- like... There is, I guess, one side of saying a little bit of just like I just said of like, well, hey, you could always just not say nothing. And the danger is when you release it to the public because you give them, they feel like they have the right to have an opinion. Then. But like you said, I think it is important to remember a little bit of, hey, hey, he actually knew the guy, man. Yeah, he knew him, so it's like, he don't give a fuck what y'all think. It's like, y'all didn't even know this dude. Y'all just knew him from B-Movie and probably yeah. a couple other Ghostbusters and a couple There was other a little bit of that when Chadwick uh, Boseman but he knew, died. He, he actually had a relationship. And uh, who's my guy from Power? Yeah, uh, yeah. What is his name? Omari Hardwick. Oh, had Ch- threw up a post uh, uh, and then people Hardwick. were like, oh, you're making this all about you. And it's like, yeah, you that. know, whatever way he wishes to remember a guy he actually met. I think you need to sit this one out a little bit. But then, like I said, there is a level of once you yeah, share yeah. it with the public, they will, they can and will have an opinion. And a lot of them have some dumbass opinions. But, but, but that's, but the, you know what though? But that's fair. But I wish these same people keep that same energy when it's them. It's like, it's, I, I tweeted it not that long ago. It's like in quotes, I put, yo, niggas need to mind, yo, niggas need to mind their business. And then I put set, and then I put like, yeah on, set by on, the, on the hold on because it hits it's like everybody when you actually on social, say a nigga on social, social media. media. <laughs> yeah, a nigga on social media. It's like you well, telling like everybody else um, to mind your business. I mean, mind their business, but yeah, you on social media. Yeah, the second we're on there, it's like we're mostly sharing opinions, and, and and even with that said, I do think some of it can yeah, carry like, to uh, what they dash say chatty patty territory to where it's like. Hey man, you don't know that man. You've never met him. You know when you can get too into someone's business when you start, you know, commenting on whatever they got right. going on in their home. But it's, but it, but it's the why. But it's the risk you take. It's like, nigga, social media and the internet is worse than Vegas in the stock market. It's worse than both those. But you get. You gamble by putting by exposing yourself yes. to people you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You gamble. It's a gamble. And you don't know how that gamble is going to come back. Now, if you've established yourself early on as I'm going to share what I want and I really don't give a fuck what y'all think. And then mm-hmm. I'm even going to clap back at some of you motherfuckers. Then people go, oh, it's almost like they've already, you've already tamed your Yeah. Of, like, I don't even see sometimes. Motherfucker to fuck I don't with. see and what that, the young. And then they. What the fuss is when the controversy is on brand? That's one thing that killed me with Trump. You know, right, for right, five right, years, right, right. people would share stuff right. he said or did, and go, "Can you believe this?" And it's like, yes, 
It's fucking on brand, yes. stupid. Yes. Yeah, so that, uh, the latest one, all the time, I guess man. we'll get a little bit I into this because time. we are already rolling, and I don't know if you've seen any of this yet. Uh, T.I. and Tiny. And whatever they got going on. You seen uh, any of it? I read a, I read a little bit so, of what people were yeah, doing in the but I didn't get chatty too, patty. Chatty patty is, you know, anonymous sources. That shit ought to be illegal. Anonymously. The second you start implementing people in crimes, your ass should have to give up, you know, first name and last name, which Bieber sued somebody for that shit Mm -hmm. recently. And I said, good, you know, because it's too much of that going on, you know, Mm -hmm. implementing people in crime. What, What we used to call throwing rocks and hiding your fucking fingers. Hiding your hands, fingers, mm-hmm. whatever, hand. you know, depending on where you live. But so the funniest part about the T.I. thing is when they try to, like, tag him and say, T.I., you always got something to say about everything. What you got to say about this? And then if you realize his actual social social media handle is at Trouble Man. <laughs> so. They don't even mm-hmm. see the irony mm-hmm. in angrily tweeting at somebody. You know, what's this about you being a sexual predator mm-hmm. at Trouble Man? And it's just like, don't you see how on brand <laughs> this whole thing is? <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, yeah. And then, you know, that really gets under my skin. I'll, I'll try not to get too deep into it. But just that on computers, everyone pretends like they don't like drugs. And they also pretend like they would never have sex mm-hmm. with a celebrity. It's like every sex story right. about a celebrity now is somewhat predatorial. Somebody's lying. Mm-hmm. Like, go... You know, mm-hmm. I think we talked a little bit about uh, backstage, uh, the documentary with I, of the Rough Riders tour back in the day. And I told you how the girl yeah, kind of was like that. in the bathroom and literally, dude, I think it was Memphis Bleak goes... Goes, you gonna let my man hit it or something like that? She goes, "Uh uh-uh, I got a boyfriend. And then five minutes later on camera, she's just like, "Mm, but I'll blow one of y'all, though. And then they showed her in the bathroom, and it was just like blowing, not a rapper, like a random cameraman or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let's not Mm -hmm. not pretend like rubies don't exist. But this is... Right, and this is one of the thing, and this is one of the things of, or the gripes I had with the Me Too movement was, you're at one at one part you have women going, we we want to own our sexuality, we want to be able yeah. to, to, to all of this shit, right? But uh, we don't want to be uh, uh, slut shamed, all of this stuff. But then when you go, okay, well, you know, these women back then, like you said, knew they knew what they was doing as groupies. They knew who they were sleeping with. They knew what they was trying to get themselves into when they meet, go to a guy's this and that and blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, no, they took advantage of us. It's like, wait, wait, which is it? Either somebody took advantage of you or you want to own your sexuality. Yeah, this. Which is it? One or the other. It's the same thing. It's the same thing like with all of these challenges that's coming up. The fucking <laughs> Busset Challenge, the motherfucking... The motherfucking, I can't I sleep without hearing that challenge. damn busted song. I've like, watched so many of them. Bruh. I mean, I don't watch the shit ton of them, but don't do those challenges and then make it seem Bro. like society's making you do it. It's like, no. Yeah, I, I love those challenges. I love watching shit. them because it's like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead and do. But yeah, bust it. Literally bust it open. 
But when you come back up, just understand you left some of your respect down there. Not all of it, just some of it. <laughs> and some and, of it. And, yeah. and now it's understand like, so and be self-aware enough that when you come back up, you know, if somebody types in the comments, shit, how much, you can't be mad at that. Now, granted, it's a two-way street because it's like, yo, yeah, it just, we are it, going to sexualize you anyway. That is true. But you do have to work for us when you do that. Yo, it's so stupid. Then they'll make it like it's weird. Oh, yeah. I, my favorite it. part like, no, about it has been oh, the cat. We did it because we did. Like when they get really deep into oh, it and they're like, uh, you know, since y'all keep asking me or since y'all keep DMing me. And it's like, it's, and, and even the women right, right. online will say this one, shit. like, shorty, post that ass and go. Meaning like, don't try to act like there's some deeper meaning here. Right. Since we're on that subject, uh, Martin Luther King Day, did you see the BLM post? Twerking in front of the uh, with the chick monument. twerking on the... Bruh, I'm so tired of these niggas, yo. I'm so sick and tired of these niggas. That was a disgrace. The niggas that... that yeah, it was all corny. Just corny, like, the chick, you know... The chick who was just... who was You, you watched those... Of, uh, yo, what? Well, you, you... I missed... Mean, I mean, I miss the I miss the old days where right. there's a time and a place. Hoes knew they place like like hoes knew they place during the civil rights movement. They knew they they knew they place in different parts. They just knew they place, man. These motherfuckers do everything. Well, like I said, and I just hate and swear when they try protests. to act like it's so, a man, deeper meaning. Like up. you know, she wrote two paragraphs about how. You know, during slavery, they weren't allowed to express themselves. Blah, 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 you know, and it was just something about shaking the ancestors and demons off is twerking. And and I just was she she was like Man, the freest thing the a black woman can do is twerk and own her body. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the world's oldest what? profession. There were prostitutes and stuff during slavery, yeah. you know, like, what are you what are you talking about? So it's just yeah, it just leaves you scratching your head. It's it's like they think that um, what's shorty name? What's what's the old? What's the um, shorty name from back in the day that they used to use as a? I know show. who you're talking about, but I can't because her act. You know, I'm talking about her. her yeah, I know, so I know who you're talking about. So big because I've seen the pictures of her. Side show, <laughs> and then and. The, yeah, and then and then dudes would actually like like the white guys really stuff, graphic actually, pictures. Like, she was a prostitute. They 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 essentially yeah they essentially turned her into a prostitute. Right. Hey, and and and, and let's and be clear. Okay, and raper and all this stuff. So you mean to tell me? So you mean to tell me her if she wasn't a part of that rolling sideshow and she just did that on her own that her that her situation would be different? No, she would still be a prostitute. It's like yo, y'all dumb as shit, yo. It's like, oh, because somebody else made her do it versus well, that's what I'm she saying. decided like, to do it on her own. That changes the circumstances. It's like, yo, we, like, yo, we, we were dancing horrible, on yo. plantations, you know. Like, it happened. There was music. There were parties. Let's not act like, you know, this is new to us or something. But, yeah, it just, I don't know. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, you know, on MLK Day in front of the Washington Monument, you think about when they actually stormed the Capitol, 
you mm-hmm. know, there was none of that. You didn't see anybody twerking. You didn't see none of the goofy shit. They just got That's straight they, down they, the Them motherfuckers couldn't do it. Like, and it just feel like we always get distracted yeah. by the fun element, you know? And then when you think about... Yeah, because they think... Because, yeah, you know what, because think niggas are getting to the point that we think that right. all we can do is sing yes bass. it's a little bit of what you said <laughs> to where it's like, it's like yo, we're, we're anytime we're y'all keep this. saying this uh you know first this and first that it, uh, it's a little bit of what well, you didn't think we could do it could did you <laughs> yeah it's it's like it's i swear i'm i'm around black folk and it's like they are just yes. discovering they black for the first time it's like yeah, black, black people. We like. I really don't like the term "black girl." Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like the term. I don't like the term because it undermines the actual work that 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 woman act went through. Got you. You're like, no, it's not what magic. It's doing. hard work. You understand? Because magic, because ma- it's hard yeah. work. Because magic isn't real. You know what I'm saying? What she had to do, the sacrifices she had to make, and yeah. everything she's doing is real. So all of that, it kind of shines over all. Yeah, as if it just happened because she was black and happened because she worked her ass off. It just happened. She worked her ass off. Yeah, it is a little bit of undermining the hard work and understating the hard work. Right, it undermines that person. And and I get why it's there, but see, I didn't like the black boy joy thing either. It was like, what are y'all saying? Oh, well, because the media shows images of us angry. Are you saying... Seeing images of yourself angry kept you from smiling in pictures. What are you talking about? So yeah, yeah. that does Stupid. come off yeah, a bit dumb as like hell. we internalize like, the bullshit. That yeah, it's almost like them dumbass niggas who do that shit where they be like, uh, changing the narrative, and you have a whole bunch of motherfuckers, yeah. a whole bunch of black <laughs> men wearing suits going to. One it's specific like, location. And, and, like you dumb and my thing is, what to me, you, you only prove things by just doing it. Once you have to uphold it and right. state what it is, I think that's when it loses the value of like, right. you know, if there's if there's a black woman because it, uh, because in it's not space in... or working for NASA, just share the picture of her. Everyone can see she's a black woman. You don't have to tag that fifteen times. And it just comes off as corny mm-hmm. to me overall. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they go black girl magic. It's like no, that girl, that woman had to go to four years of undergrad, probably six, uh, four years of graduate school, probably had to go do an internship for so many years, had to go bust her ass and right. before she became an astronaut or worked at NASA or whatever. It ain't magic. Well, like I said, and like we both said, work. a little bit of it comes off that, like, who are like. you trying to prove it to, me or yourself? And I feel like you're more right. trying to prove yourself, something to yourself right. in some weird way. Uh, but we, we mentioned MLK and that statue there, which I'm surprised. I'm pretty sure somebody's uploading the silhouette challenge right in front of it. <laughs> And and, you, and I ain't mad. At some Trust point. me, I, I want to see your naked body. But at the same time, what I do get mad at is when you hashtag it. This is progress. <laughs> like yeah, progress yeah, yeah. or it's what? Progress. The cell phone camera, because it certainly ain't revolutionary what you're doing. Mm. And then here was the thing, and they always find right. a way to be a goddamn victim. So, and I don't know if you caught this one was uh you know, 
and, and you know what's funny is, as I stated, I realized I haven't seen anyone do this. They just started talking about it. But then women started saying, you know, they'll take the picture and change the filter and they can see you naked. And then that became like a crying, a rallying cry. And it's just like, yo. <laughs> It's like no, you're right. dumbass. Didn't so, think about that before you a, did. A, it. a little bit of it has like, become, <laughs> and these challenges has become the old question our parents would ask. You know, if your friends jump off a bridge, would you? And, would and I you, think it's yeah, right. You know, silly, but I think they really are motivated by likes. Oh well, this girl got eight thousand mm. likes on hers. I'm gonna try to get ten. Let me let me see how many I can. So do. then it becomes well. Let me upload this and see. And like like we often say, it's a race to the bottom. Although I do say it's good marketing mm. for them OnlyFans girls because it's like as soon as you see it, the link right at the top of their page is to their page. Oh, oh, like oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Yep. All right, so we talked about the busted challenge, right? So did you see the modified nah. busted challenge? All right, it was three chicks who did the busted challenge, but when they would, you know, you hear the music when it would start or whatever, and then when they would drop down, when these bitches dropped down, bro, they was riding dick. Oh, okay. Dick. Well, well, it was. I didn't. I don't. I didn't necessarily see that one, but I obviously X-rated. saw some of the uh, some of the yeah. sex worker chicks turned <laughs> it up a little. Yeah, it was like three chicks, and they had the only fan, and it was to get. More, oh uh, yeah, smart marketing more and, to their OnlyFans and some shit. That shit was that shit was crazy though. I was just like, yes. y'all wilding, man. Y'all like you don't leave nothing. Y'all yes. leave nothing to mystery no more. It ain't there. Like whatever happened, what they say is the art of seduction. Well, the silhouette is a you know little bit of like, that I, if you just don't do even the regular one anymore. The silhouette, yeah, is a little, yeah. The silhouette is actually pretty dope. When I saw that, I didn't even think of yes, it in a sexual way, it's a it was cute more little, of a, like, seductive okay, way. Right. It was like you leave something, yeah, all right. Y'all scaling it back a little bit, but the the, the yo, these three. Bitches, all right, well, God, link, link me damn, to them. Yo. But no, I I probably I, seen like, it. Like I said, I seen so many of them. Mind <laughs> you, we all trapped in the house, so I figure them chicks maybe is just a little bored. And like I said, really. I'm not even judging the sex worker ones. It's good promotion. Yeah. But the ones who aren't, the ones right. that go stay out my DMs, it's like, do you think this is helping, Shorty? Like, you know, honey attract bees sure every enough. time. It don't matter. <laughs> Yo, the, the funny thing was the chicks who was, or, or the ones I'm talking about, the chicks who was roasting these chicks, they was like, one girl, they was talking about one Girl, well, yeah, it's, it, it, it's a little dying. like I told God, you to wear, you know. Damn. I was like, Lord, have the, mercy. the irony of some no of these chicks, you know, with their motivational quotes. And, you know, I did the joke already, but, uh, you know, yeah, uh, you got to know your worth. And it's like, honey, there's a link in your bio that says eight dollars. Let's let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And that price, that yeah, price and then you know, you know, what's crazy was like when I made that post, uh, of course, a dude came trying to defend it, and he was like, Yo, not for nothing, Netflix is only $9.99, so is that their worth? And I'm like, Bro, they pay people money, you like, as a company, they gave <laughs> they to gave put, to put content of dollars, up. you know, yeah. they pay employees and staff. Do you have employees yeah. or staff? that you employ through your OnlyFans? 
And eventually he just deleted the damn comment because it's like, yeah, that was fucking stupid. Shut up. Because it's dumb. Which, yeah. I told you, I told you, one chick I followed is this um, red bone broad. She's like half black, half white. Nice looking chick. But like she, she started with an OnlyFans. All of a sudden, I guess mm-hmm. she's getting likes and niggas hitting up in her DMs. Yeah, she started her OnlyFans, and then she started her OnlyFans, and then as 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 time went on, I started. Yeah, that's hilarious. Hey man, drop you know and it's, drop it's, and drop and drop. It's like, oh, you ain't <laughs> you ain't realize you ain't realize she was regional ass. You not you not nationwide or syndication worthy. You're you're just. It just makes me wonder what chicks from the past would have had one. Like Marilyn Monroe, I feel like would have been killing on there. Ooh, yo, listen, Marilyn Monroe. When I was growing up, bro, I used to always hear about Marilyn. Like I used to, you know, Marilyn Monroe. They used to always put her up. Or she she was this, she was that, she was so fine, she was all this stuff. And I never got the whole thing with her, right? And then one day, I watched um this movie Mm -hmm. she did called The Seven Year Itch. The one you said seven year her, itch or bitch? Mad famous. Uh, itch. Okay. You know, seven year itch. Seven year itch. It's a movie yeah, about an it STD. Was her and um, mom, uh, uh, it's a seven year itch means that uh, uh, they say that after a couple hmm. been married for seven years, that urge. somebody is going to have the uh, the urge to step out. So it's the seven year itch. That this was like gotcha. from the either fifties or sixties. Anyway. Marilyn Monroe's in the movie. She plays the upstairs neighbor to this guy who's been married to his wife for seven years. His wife goes out of town. Marilyn Monroe's his neighbor who just moved in. And I was watching it, and that's the movie where she does the famous yeah, over the great that is the a dress very blowing up. Picture. She, let me tell you something. Yeah. Iconic picture, right? But that's the movie that that picture came from. So anyway, I was watching the movie, bro. And as I'm watching the movie, I go, God damn, Marilyn Monroe yeah. was a bad motherfucker. Like she was bad, bro. Like she was thick for what she was thick for a white girl back then. You was like, damn. Like I, I, I urge you to watch that movie because then you'll Because that's like, the oh, revelation you know, people didn't have in she really J Lo. Everybody keeps sharing pictures of her now because obviously she sung at the inauguration or whatever. And people just had a picture of the ass and was like, mm-hmm. this is what was considered a big ass. And I was like, yo, it was the nineties and and what people really meant was a big ass for Hollywood. For Hollywood, yeah, because, yeah. But the thing I don't like about the, how big ass has become so mainstream now is because now, like, when I used to, like, the girls I liked, which is mainstream now, was not mainstream back in the nah, not at 2000s, all. late 90s or whatever. Nobody was rushing for these chicks with the little with the little waist and the big hips and the big thighs and all that. They wasn't rushing to get these bitches. So yeah. it was a lot of them for me. Now it's like every chick want to be that body type. And now they're all high on their horse. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, definitely oh, strange. God, and I mean, yo. you know, I, I show bigger chicks some love. I'm, I'm more mature. I'm in the space of like, yo. You know, it's it's about how she carry herself, and I think we had the conversation because somehow I wound up seeing Lizzo's TikTok page, and it was just like, ah, uh, just she she just tries so hard, mm. and it's like, yo, 
Man, it's a big man. And, and see, yeah, we had that Jill conversation Scott, about like, yo, I'd really she's comfortable in Jill her Scott's skin. Effortless she don't feel like she's sexy. trying to force nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yo, effortlessly sexy, bro. It's like that woman could just talk and turn me on. Like she's, but there's more about her. Like, like for instance, she don't try. Like Jill on a big girl level. Jill Scott. You have Jill Scott and Lizzo, right? And that's how I feel about old Mariah Carey and up-to-date Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey back in the early 90s, mm-hmm. sexy as shit. Mariah Carey, as time went on, became less sexy to me the more she started revealing more and more she was her body. With it was just like... Because, <laughs> no, when she was married to Tommy Mottola, she was in the long dresses and it was... Soft ballads, long dresses, the, the 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 curly hair, and she was the hot chick. Yeah, didn't act she, like she a hot did chick. what she had to do she to get the like game. Gorgeous. And then once she, she got rid sexy. of him, yeah, them shorts got but shorter bro. and shorter and shorter. But but to me, she looked goofy because mm. she was trying too hard to be sexy. To me, like people don't realize, like sex appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get you sexy. Like Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey is a very beautiful woman. But to me, she the way she carry mm. herself and the way that she dressed and stuff like that. Or you felt like a version of her in the late nineties, early two thousands. The uh, the early, the early, the, yeah, the, the mm. early part of, version of her was very sexy. This version, it's the same thing with Tony Braxton when Tony yeah. Braxton first hit the scene with the short haircut and the voice and very sexy. The older she got and she wanted to start wearing the weaves and wanted to start being more yeah. of a sex, uh, sex object. She became less sexy to me. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, as time went on, it's like some of these chicks don't realize... Well, I think what happened was, and I mean, this is just my overview is... Well, one is, uh, like, somebody like Rihanna, that's, like, effortless. Like, she can be at a Lakers game. She's at a Lakers game in a sweatshirt. And you still like, damn. I've never been big on Rihanna. She all right. Right, She's just... decent. She ain't all right, all that. You know why I can't? You know why I can't get over the fact when she first came out, she had this big ass head. She like sixteen like, when, when she first came, first came out. out. And don't she... don't don't all the uh dude, her head was big as fuck. She was. You like said 16, she was sixteen. Yeah. Well, I was sixteen. Yeah, and she had a big ass head. Okay, and but I could never don't don't all the beautiful and, and black got, women and she got that are about that color and probably from that region have that big forehead. Tyra Banks. No, and she's gorgeous. Tyra Banks, yeah. But her head, Tyra Banks is, is gorgeous. Legal. Yes, goof. She she right. got a big. So that's what yeah, I'm saying. Big forehead. You know, it's just Sade got big forehead, but it's I just could never get past. Like Rihanna was just when she first came out. She well, was like, again, she was 16 or whatever, so she couldn't come out mad sexied up yeah. and dolled up. It would have been weird. So she grew. She grew into that. Shit. But uh, but I but guess. but what I was I guess say but was, but as she got older, I still see that big head six. It just felt like when we was coming up, it was more like layers to shit because there was a Nia Long and there was who's the chick? Uh, Regina is it Regina Hall or Regina? Yes, yeah, Regina Hall. That was in a scary movie. Talking about Regina Hall, Regina King. Right, but you see what I'm saying? Of like, Hall. They had a job to do, and the job wasn't being sexy. Whereas now you feel like every chick is trying to be like Kardashian or like Rose, to where it's like, 
you know, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. not re- we don't really know you for True. your work. Well, yeah. And speaking of which, I guess we'll move right along because we mentioned uh, Larry King and obviously Cicely Tyson just passed. She was damn near a hundred, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she was gonna make. Yeah, it. I she was it's gonna been make a real stressful year though, so I feel for the older people because they were you I know didn't... more susceptible yeah. to catching the virus, so they probably truly lived in fear, but. Yeah, it's just sad that we use, you know, we losing her, we losing uh, Maya Angelou. I feel like we losing some of our uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron, yeah. and like just people that you know had some right, honor right, about them. Right. You know, Cicely Tyson wasn't you know uploading busted challenges. <laughs> what I what what I hope that a lot of these motherfuckers who are so woke and so progressive and so whatever, right? realize is that when these people die right and they go back and they look over their life their lives work they realize that the shit you're doing right now ain't what do you mean you understand what i'm saying meaning meaning these people who are so who, who who are so much breaking so many grounds and black girl magic and all of this shit it's like yeah but when you go back and you my thing my, my point is uh, it only proves that you have yeah, because we've been doing these things, blackness. which goes back, which goes Sicily, maybe not this. at a, at a like, mass level. They go because back obviously, what was Hank Aaron the second after Jackie Robinson, black baseball player? What was it? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. There was there had been a a, a good shit. Black Jackie. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you know what I'm saying. Baseball playing the major leagues, but it's like he's kind of widely right, right. acknowledged no, as the um, first Jackie Hank Robinson, just, and then no, from what I understand, Hank was the best. Who? No, no, he's just meaning the first no, best player. You get what I'm saying? Like that. No, that, I don't. Well, yeah, because you <laughs> like to get very specific. It's like J- Jackie was the big. You know, no, I don't know what in the door, but but the the great was Hank Aaron and then Willie Mays. That's my understanding of it. You know, now that now that wasn't my understanding of it. My understanding of it was just that Hank well, Aaron yeah. was the home run king, and Willie May and Willie Mays is the if you want to say of the of the people that came through the door that Jackie kicked you know proverbially kicked in was was Willie well, yeah. Mays. Willie Mays was all around. That baseball great but yeah that's what i mean yeah i mean i would say willie may but hank aaron was just known as the for many that's years good. Hank aaron was just that's, known as the home run that's game. dope <laughs> no it's mad though but i mean like he didn't have this he didn't have this place in in mlb okay but i'm just saying that's a that, place though. and i'm just saying like you know everyone yeah, kind of yeah. widely acknowledges that jackie wasn't the best but he was kind of the first on a major level and then, right. you know, Hank and then Willie. Okay. But anyway, I said all that to say, mm-hmm. we losing our recipes, you know, these people who actually came in through back doors and, you know, actually stood on fields and got called nigger and, you know, mm. and, made and we're whining about, you know, microaggressions. They, they won't say Kamala's name right. Mm. People keep saying Kamala. <laughs> it's like, uh. Like, man, say whatever did, you did want. Did anyone in the stands have person. a noose? That's how old, that's how old generations would have handed it. 
Yeah, right. But that's how old generations would handle that. Call me whatever you want. Just don't, just, but make sure you call me vice, Madam Vice President. That's that's what an old right. person, that's what an older black person would have said. That's what Shirley, that's what Shirley Chisholm would have said. Right. And, uh, you know, Cicely Tyson's told you know a story about, I think she said when she finally went to the movies, you know, she was a grown woman. And I said, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. No, did you hear about her Me Too story? She was telling a story to, um, she Gail? was telling her story to uh, what you call it, uh, Gail. Yeah, she was talking about how the the, mm. the acting coach or something she had tried to grope her, grope her yeah. or whatever like that, like like sexually assaulted her. And Gail was like, "But you went back." She said, "People will ask, you know, you went back." And she said, "Yeah, I went back." And she said, "Because I wasn't gonna let mm. anybody kill my dream." Yeah, and that, I was like, yeah. "God damn, that's a." And that kind of made me think about. I kind of made me think about Dave Chappelle when he talked about. Yeah, that. yeah. Remember he made that statement. He said, "Sounds like a weak spirit to me." And he was just like about how there's so many people that go through what they right. did, and it was going to deter their dream. And you had these two white women who went, "Oh, he almost killed my dream." He's yeah. like, "Sounds like a weak spirit to me." And it, that's what, and that's what her statement made me think about. Yeah, there's a dope uh, Seinfeld interview where he was talking about that a little bit of like. Yo, it it is a um the business is built to break you. And at each time, like mm-hmm. each, you know, adversity that we face or each, you know, thing that happens to us is a little bit designed to break us and it's the you know, the joy and the pleasure or whatever is and the triumph is in getting through. So for these people that like Chappelle said, that's a weak spirit. <laughs> To the point of just like, yo, yeah, mm. like, and you know, some of these girls sometimes, you know, obviously nobody should have to deal with um, physical and, 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 and even unwanted advances right, right. to a certain point. Of, and, I, and I think I've joked about it a little on here, but I think, I think part of the trouble is in us denying who we are, meaning we're basically animals, right? Man sees a woman, man gonna mm-hmm. say something. Now there is a level of like, yo, you know, just sh- make sure what you say is proper. And I almost think there should almost be like a, they need to set up like a hard line. I'm like, look, you you come into the office, there's a girl you think you like or whatever. You get to make three advances, but they gotta be decent advances. Meaning like, what's the word? Uh, is it? Decent, what is it that movie called? Indecent proposals. It's got to be a decent proposal, though. Mm-mm-mm. Would you like to go out to dinner? Mm. And you know what? Make it official. You can even like tell your manager, like, yo, I'm about to give it a try. <laughs> so, you so you put in a request, you put yep. in a, a decent proposal request, like a per- something like that, like a personal day. It's like, and, and did yeah, they notify the other person ahead of time? That this is gonna just, happen. Just to say, because we animals, man, and and you know we see them, we gonna, you know, and they gonna flirt a little too. So it's like, well, you can't, you gotta call the flags on every side. You you can't, you know, on this defensive and, end yeah, or on oh, the away yeah. team keep calling foul. And that's all what was my only gripe with yeah. to a little of, and even what we mentioned earlier with Ti and Tiny, to where it's like, yo, are we pretending that no one enjoys sex with celebrities? 
Dude, I had that same statement when I was talking to um when I was uh we, we were debating the Nate Parker situation some years ago. And I told a friend of mine and I said, um, this girl, we was pretty cool. And I said, Are we gonna sit here and act like there's chicks mm-hmm. out here who don't like threesomes? Who don't it's just like we said it's contradictory messages, you know. On one end, we sexually liberated, we telling all the tales and details. And even this week with that Wendy Williams gossipy mm-hmm. shit and something about Method Man. And it's like, okay, same oh, yeah. energy now when Method Man comes and tells the story. But then it'll be all about privacy and mm-hmm. consent and all sorts of dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he'll, be, he'll probably, look, she's going to tell her story and it's all, it's juicy, it's this. But then, like you said, if Method Man tells his side and he tells about how it was not a pleasurable experience for him, and yeah, what, what you know, he gives all those unsightly details, then it's oh my god, it's violence. Method Man woke up and chose violence. Yeah, it's just like, annoying. And and I don't know. We just as a black culture, we seem so distracted. Uh, you mentioned Chappelle earlier, so I'll kind of segue to this subject a little bit. But uh, what's his name was talking about? Uh, Oh, on his special. What is that? Sticks and Stones. I watched it recently because mm. we trapped in the house. But yeah. when he was talking about yeah. the WNBA and LeBron, you know, being the WNBA and he'll average 70 points a game. And then he just went, you know, we could mm-hmm. keep talking about equality or you could just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it made me laugh because it's like, yo, mm-hmm. he couldn't even find a joke to fit that situation. He's just so over the conversation. But I said that to say, you know, this week, right. one of the first executive orders uh, Biden did was uh, pass the uh, what I'll call the Joanna Man Law, which was for, you know, high school and college athletes to what? compete with the uh, gender that they identify as, which I just saw this opening Pandora's box. Yeah, it's, it's completely unfair. Then you might then no. It'll only be fair if you allow the girls who are, who identify as female mm-hmm. who are cisgendered uh, females. Let them take steroids. I, I mean, yeah, but that's even then if they fair. would want to. No, what I'm saying is is like, but, but what I'm saying is make steroid use in those in sports <laughs> legal now. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to really level the playing field. You cannot have. You cannot have a transgender mm-hmm. female who's born a male who had all those years of testosterone. No, nah, you're, you're, you're right, a lot. especially from you a know, medical standpoint. This is all science. Bones, this is all what we stuff. know. Muscle development, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's what kills me about these people with the pandemic is follow the science. But well, science it is, changes science so don't much. Exist. It's all a... It's, it's, it's a so it's a social construct. It's like it's not a social construct. Well, like you just said, you know, well, the it's only like, way to make that fair then is to have the girls hit the steroids. But then when she grows up, her silhouette challenge. Let him take testosterone. When she break the light switch. <laughs> Word. But it's like, yo, let if you want to have it even. All right, you want to do that? Let the girls take uh, HGH. Let them take well, steroids. I, let them take testosterone. I, I because that's the, uh, what that transgender female I read was, the um, transcript or whatever of the law. And the thing that I found funny about it was mm-hmm. it kept talking about the feelings. And it kept using the word feelings 
of the person who's identifying, right? But then I saw the irony in that right, is right. you aren't worrying about how anyone else's feelings. Meaning, what about the girl who's been the leading right. scorer for you know two years or whatever on the team, and now she's there's mm-hmm. a girl who's dunking now. It's like, and then what about the parents mm-hmm. of the children, you know, in the stands or whatever that feel like, hey, what, what, what the hell is, is that? Because then what, if that's the thing, what, wait, you know, wait, wait, people wait. don't like when I say this, <laughs> they go, oh, that's rude. Well, yeah. what, what if as a twenty five year old man? I identify what? as a 10-year-old. Yo, but wait, what if you have this is this is gonna be the coup d'etat right now if this happens. What if you have a transgendered female, who's a grown man who's now a, a woman, who then competes in the WNBA and right. becomes the face of the league? Becomes the highest paid athlete, the highest paid player in WNBA history, the leading scorer, yeah. the well, everything. Well, that's what, what I'm saying. They it's feel just about a little that? bit laughable. And that I mean, is hilarious. You know, yeah. This... It'll be the same thing. It'll be the same thing as, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his Joanna name? Man. Uh, uh, Bruce Jenner. No, no, Bruce, no, no, no. Bruce Jenner. No, Bruce Jenner. When became a woman for less than a year, right? And then all Which, of a sudden, again, was you know, and and and, and I state my position clear. I don't have what? no problem with nobody deciding whatever the hell they want to be. I don't care. But when you come over into you know sports and stuff and start competing against people's daughters, that's an unfair advantage. And I mean, like I said, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. of like. <laughs> You know, if that's the case, let's let's get rid of these like age like you're groups, the MMA you know? fighter. Why why were we mad at Danny Almonte? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that years was, ago uh, that he was, was an old ass uh, Dominican was, that uh, was playing in like the thirteen year old league in a little league World Series, and he was dominating. Yeah, little, little and it was World like that guy, motherfucker yeah. was a twenty year old straight up. He was older. That's was he twenty or was he seventeen? <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah it he's is older than them. Yeah, he was yo. He was now, uh, Before too. we get too far, and I mean, obviously, we uh, we had sixty minutes here, so we give it maybe another twenty. Yeah, we will give it another twenty. We will get uh, off here. We'll breathe through some topics real quick. But I, I mentioned Biden here and his executive orders, which this this was a pretty funny one. One that he did uh, sign was uh, one to end private prisons, and it's like, bro. We asked you, Mr. 93 Crime Bill, not to send us to prison for nonviolent offenses. And he was like, best I can do is not send you to private prison. And people were clapping. Right. All he did was in federal contracts for private prisons. He I know. Didn't end, he didn't in <laughs> private prisons. Like, motherfuckers is conflating. And people were yeah, clapping. And it's just issue. like, you've been it's asking like, this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, Mr. 93 Crime Bill, you know, and then, like I said, they're clapping for him. And it's like he the ones that have these people to prison. And literally, I watched uh, on Netflix mm-hmm. the crack documentary. I don't know if you saw that. OK, well, I got to watch it. No, no, I got to know it. what the topic is, but I'll say in short. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, you know, they put the words on the screen of like, you know, in 1980, the prison population, I think they said, was around 300,000. And they said, you know, today it's at over 2 million. 
And it's like, yeah, you should, you know, locking people yeah. up for drugs, <laughs> you know, powder versus uh, rock. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, man, this is this is what the result mm-hmm. of that is. So how can I clap for somebody that's responsible for that? And I mean, literally in the documentary, it's him speaking, you know, and, and being like, we got to be mm-hmm. tough on crime. And that was literally how they win elections. Man. And just basically tell people we're going to yep. we're going to lock. Them but this up. is. This is the thing that's so disappointing about this election is that um, the media and everybody got and, and also to his own demise, Trump got Trump scared people so bad with Trump that they are willing right. to accept status quo now. You know, what I'm saying it's like they showed you the boogeyman. Right. And you got so, you know, horrified and shocked. That now the bare minimum. Yeah, they used them as a scapegoat. Now you're applauding all of this stuff. Yeah, you're applauding all of this shit that he's doing now. That what post uh, Obama's administration, people wanted more change. They either wanted far right or far left. They gave you Hillary. Every the country went far right. Now once that happened, and you have the pandemic on top of that, and everybody's terrified and everything like that. Now they bring they, they scale everything back to the middle and now they give you status quo. It's almost like the great Patrice O'Neill joke when he talks about how he talked yeah. about sneakers. Remember he's talking about sneakers? And he goes, he said, This is what they did with sneakers. He said they used to be 40, then they go to 80. He said, Oh my god, oh my god, eighty dollars. He said, then they Deal. go to sixty five. You go, Yeah, they scale. He said they... still twenty five dollars <laughs> more. He said, but he said, made said, you but feel they, like you was getting a deal harder, right? It, it make you right, and he said, "Damn, you with that sixty-five, and now he said they still fucking you." Well, that's it's the just not as funny hard as it was thing the first time. It's is the same you know, you see people, like I said, clapping for it, and then they say, "Oh man, it's a new day," and it's like, "Hey man, before Trump, <laughs> Biden was in office for eight fucking years. It's not a new day. It's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, it's like like when somebody gets yeah. shot at the club." And they uh, change the name of the club and put up mm-hmm, under mm-hmm. new management. <laughs> and you take your ass into the same club. <laughs> it's like they, they didn't catch that nigga that shot him, did they? That's exactly what it's like. Yeah, that's you know, that is exact. No, or the nigga that shot the nigga who who caused the shooting before when the club was named a different one is the yeah, one who buys like, the club it, after it closes it, it's, down. It's, and he ooh, it's it a up. new day, like, is it? <laughs> You know, this man is in the office with a woman. Grand opening of the new management. Like, what? It's like, come on, bro. And then this is what killed me. And I mean, we had the inauguration happen. And obviously, you know, it's it's just mixed feelings for me. I I halfway want to clap for Kamala, but my hands are in handcuffs, the ones she put on me. But anyway, seeing people clap for an outfit, because I say to myself, do you ever see any Asians clap for Andrew Yang's outfit? And, you know, mm. when you had Kamala and uh, Michelle Obama and, you know, oh, look at them. Ooh, boy, they got their hair did. Mm. It's just like, bro, we, mm-hmm. we've been getting our hair did since the plantation. What, what, like, what does this mean? It's an outfit. Yo, because we... Because we're no. about symbolism and less about substance. It's the same shit. It's the same shit with 
a lot of the things that had to do with our culture, when it has to do with hip hop, when it has to do with anything, it's oh, style over substance. You know what I'm saying? Like Mosette, now don't, don't get me wrong, Michelle Obama could def, could is a beautiful sister, could get the dick, everything. She's one of the sexier. Uh, she might maybe yeah, because first ladies are first usually lady seventy five. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody. Because yeah, because yeah, we've never thought about fucking the first lady before Michelle Obama came. Well, we got uh, two in a row now. We got uh, Kennedy Melania too. Cause... Hey man, look, you know you gotta try something different now. You gotta try Russian. You are you are you watch too you you watch too many OnlyFans, nigga. Like no, Melania, <laughs> Melania. I didn't never thought about fucking Melania. No. No, not at not at all. But I mean, in well, terms that's what of I'm general, saying. we had oh, yeah, Melania a bunch of old bitties. Yeah, Melania, Jackie Kennedy, Onassis, Jackie Kennedy, Onassis, uh, Michelle Obama, Bush's Uh-oh. ex, See, uh, Bush's now we wife was the geriatric side of the game. No, uh, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about the hey, son still. Bush, not Barbara Bush. <laughs> I'm talking about the son. Like I said, uh, uh, Michelle lady. was the first one she that was, you know, twenty some years younger, and you going. Hey, she ain't Michelle bad. Michelle was the one. She's pretty good yeah. looking. Nah, J- W. No, W's wife wasn't that okay. old. She was like maybe in her late forties. You know what's crazy? Is Hillary Clinton was wasn't bad back but in the nineties. If you go back she, and look at her, what? Ew. Back in the nineties, she was. Uh, if you could get over her, locking you the fuck up. Uh, back in the nineties, she would kind of made you Hillary? say, "What are you doing, mm. fucking with Monica?" <laughs> Bill was trying to get that thickums. Mm. But uh, what the hell was I about to say? Yeah. Um, my, hey, my, hey, Monica hey. Dick, That's the thing they got Monica. I love it, and they turned her into some kind of hero now. But uh, what was I? Oh, we were talking about Biden, and I guess I asked mm. you this because, like I said, we only want to do about another fifteen minutes here. Uh, did you see uh Trump going out? What did you think about his pardons? It's all brand. Oh, his pardons. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant him leaving. His pardons. What was it? He, he did a uh, Lil Wayne. He did um a few of the bo- his boys who got hemmed up. Kodak Black. And uh, it was somebody else. Hold up. It was um Kodak Black. Right. 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 Hey man. Oh, Kwame Kilpatrick. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. He um, pardoned. Did, Kwame did he party Kwame Kilpatrick? Uh, was it first black Detroit mayor? Did he? Which, if you go back and if you remember, yeah, did he? he was the reason a lot of people were nervous for Obama. Because a lot of people were thinking, mm-hmm. you know, one of two things. Either A, they're going to assassinate Obama, which I'm still shocked America didn't. Not that I want them to. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure they... I no, mean, I'm even sure Bush got hit with a damn time. shoe, so... <laughs> nah, he didn't get... He did hey, get hit with a shoe. They yeah. attempted, but he didn't get hit. That was the one time I saw Bush do, like, that was the most impressive right. thing I've ever seen Bush do, was dodge those motherfucking mm-hmm. when he was in, what was that, Iran? Which I'm still trying to figure out how his yeah. ass stole a whole election and didn't get impeached. But Bill Clinton uh, got a blowjob and got impeached. I was impeached. Like, No, but that's what I said. That's what I learned from the whole storm the Capitol and all of the fuss that Trump was putting up. I said, out of all of this, I tweeted it. I was like, out of all of this, I said, watching all of this transpire has, has shown me one thing. <laughs> Al Gore was a bitch. <laughs> I said, because if he would have put up enough fuss, 
we wouldn't have had W. But because he didn't put up a fuss and he wanted to take the high road and be the and have class, we ended up in fucking right. twelve years of war. And I mean, that's what Trump was a break break from. When you think of some of the good things he did, it's like he didn't start no wars. Uh yeah, <laughs> but that was brewing war. before, and that that's still one of the things that confounds me about Trump. Yeah. I hate that, you know, when people want him to be, he's this mastermind, and also he's this dumbass. And it's like we're giving people too much credit. It's like mm-hmm. we're blaming him for that insurrection or whatever the hell. When this motherfucker can't spell insurrection, probably get it confused with resurrection, you know. So it's like. I would like for, for somebody to mm-hmm. decide, and I don't care which one people choose, but it's like, is he smart or is he dumb? Because people jump back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. when convenient, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. those people were here before he got in the office, and to keep saying he, he empowered them is actually, to yep. me, opposite. It's like, they empowered him. They put him in office. You know, and would get mad when he wouldn't mm-hmm. do the things that he do, and I I, I don't know what you think about the uh, them trying to charge him or impeach him. I think they're scared that if he runs again, he may win, A. And then, B, I'm, I'm looking at it a little bit like they look at... I'm looking at it like they look at videos. He's not going like, to live that long. If you think Grand Theft Auto makes someone shoot up a school, you're an idiot. So it's like Trump, you know, talking shit every day didn't make them do that. That's what they wanted to do. Mm, but that's almost like, and I, I hate to use this uh, this comparison, but it's very relative to me. But that's almost like you saying that Adolf. Oh shit! Because that's so extreme, nigga. As soon as somebody dropped the Adolf car, you gotta be like, it's not really right. that extreme. <laughs> no, what I'm saying though is Adolf Hitler. Yo, but I'm saying Adolf Hitler. He, you know, he he galvanized an entire, uh, for lack of better word, movement. But let's be clear, they no, no one got killed Germany. here. I mean, obviously, and you're then, right the, over there. He, I mean, no, what I'm saying is, no, 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 it's not about killing, not about anything. It's talking about influence. We, 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 you cannot undermine the influence that an individual has over a mass of people, you know what I'm saying. Um, we see it with Donald Trump and his followers. Like we just said, we see what's going on with the silhouette okay. and the busted challenge, right? Even though there's not one singular person who's doing it, but for every person who sees another person do it, yeah. It, if you it if your friends jumped off the bridge, creates, would you, you know, and, and the monkey, answer is yes for this generation. Yeah, we 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 see we see it. You see it in and because I watch a lot of videos talking about the business, you see it with professional wrestling. And why The Rock became so popular? Why Stone Cold Steve Austin became so popular? Because you okay, had one individual right who could galvanize an entire group of people. You know what I'm saying? But, but I mean, like you cannot or underestimate, undermine a person's influence. Okay, or, true. Or underestimate right? a person's influence. But then, how ridiculous! See, like if I did something, you know? Well, Stone Cold Steve Austin said, "It's like, yo." Wouldn't you look at me like, nah, dummy, you you wanted to do that shit. So that's how I'm looking at it. Like, yo, and I mean, I know you brought up the Hitler thing, but it's like, yo, nobody got killed here. At, at the most, they did property damage to the Capitol and showed them shit was real. 
Like how we feel is real, and we're still uh-huh. gonna be here, even when even when he's gone. And a little bit, and we'll get to this next topic. The GameStop thing made me realize, you know, what happened with GameStop this week and the stock market, and how them shifting the Reddit boys shifting the uh, mm-hmm. stock market, going making it go up or whatever. Or to my understanding, because I ain't gonna act like I fully understand this mm-hmm. shit. But I got a small grasp of it. And then mm-hmm. uh, Robin Hood and the big boy Wall Street stopping it made me scratch my head a little bit and say, mm-hmm. wait a minute, man. Maybe that motherfucker did che- cheat some votes. Maybe. maybe. I mean, if, if Bush stole one, mm-hmm. then maybe he did cheat a little because mm-hmm. if they're cheating them on the GameStop stock, Mm. It could be quite possible. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't discount anything from happening. I mean, I could see them stealing the election. I could see Trump stealing it back in. Well, back they said that Hillary, you know she cheated anyway because oh, Bernie I, and look oh, at all the love he got just with a meme. I believe, yeah, I believe, I believe, I believe Bernie. I believe Bernie beat her. Yes, because he was anti and want to give it to him. And right, and then you know she ends up losing to Trump, which I predicted because I I saw the writing on the wall, and it's quite possible that Biden. Took right, I, I don't discount anything happening. You know, as far as any of these systems have, ain't none of these systems are sacred. None of them. And if they want to shift, uh, if they want to make a global shift or they want to make a shift in a particular direction when it comes to our economy, society, whatever, they're not going to let yeah. not, not any of us stand in the way of that. And like you said, Robin Hood, that whole Robin Hood GameStop situation is the perfect. And yeah, uh, I like, I like a little bit about the, um, like I said, I'm looking at them, you know, the MAGA supporters rushing the capital, and I'm looking at this Reddit GameStop thing. And just as we mentioned earlier, just feel like we all about rhetoric and we all about hashtags and silhouette challenges when yes, they about them, all, them motherfuckers just did it. And and really when them you even when you look at Trump winning, remember, you know, what was it, the vocal majority? Oh, we're not voting for him. If I see anybody vote for him, and then you look up and you go, damn, he won. So it's a matter of like, yo, they they definitely mm-hmm. moving in silence. Yes. And we out here popping shit, and, 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 and we yep. doing this. Was, yep. We need to be, be black dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, telling the whole game. Yo, yo, take, yo, take, take, talk, uh, uh, right. You, you're giving the whole game plan away. So, so support black business. Now you can, mm-hmm. they can block everything from you from black business getting funded. Yeah, we black, too. Just do the shit and stop talking about it. And that's exactly man. Them motherfuckers exactly got do, on like, there and organized. Niggas been on Clubhouse talking big shit. How to be a millionaire in one day. <laughs> mm. And all that shit. Yep. And these motherfuckers went and yeah, these motherfuckers went and shifted. Yeah, and, and made them boys take hostage. notice of like, yo, it's some power over here, you know. We 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 can put together and organize and make mm-hmm. some moves and and not whine and bitch about politics. Let's talk about the green. And really, really hit them where it hurts, mm-hmm. you know. You had some mo- you ask, 
Yeah, you had some motherfuckers in there that just, um, from what I understand, they they knew the the they knew the stocks mm-hmm. that these uh, hedge funds were shorting, and they said we're gonna do the opposite. We're gonna go against the way, and they did it. Now, I I admire that. Now, somebody posted something that also made another good uh, that also made another good point was saying that it was a good thing that Robin Hood did stop it. They say because. They said if any, if you really think that this one mm-hmm. or few stocks that they did this with is really going to affect these Wall Street guys, they said you really don't understand right. the wolves that you're dealing with. <laughs> they said this. They said now people, you know, you may have gotten this round, but they said you don't understand the motherfuckers you you dealing with. They deal with this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They destabilize the economies on a regular. They said now. They said now if Robin Hood was to let the as this person said, let the open up the floodgates and let these dogs loose on the average everyday casual Robin Hood investor, he said they will leave you yes. holding and, worthless. But 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 stocks. and I mean, mind you, from you know what, what I understood, it, it was basically a prank that made some people some money. And from what I understand, it's a little bit like a casino. If you cash out when you're up, it don't affect you. Mm-hmm. Right, but then there's a bunch of, of course, right. our asses late to the party, you know, trying to get in on the stand. It's there, like it's over, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the same yeah. as like what they call a, a Ponzi or pyramid scheme. It's the same shit. You get in late, and then now you sitting there like oh, a little bit like what if we all went over? downstairs yeah, in the train station yeah. and hopped the turnstile together. Now the cops are kind of like, well, there's too many of them. You know, but if you come down two hours behind by yourself, mm-hmm. they like, yeah, we'll, you over uh, uh, up against the wall. <laughs> and, then, and they'll talk yeah. to everybody else who went over. <laughs> like, what? But I, I love the uh, moving in silence nature of what style. they did. Like I said, there's so much power within the internet, yeah, you know. Then I look at us a little bit like, damn, we we online sharing pictures of Kamala's outfit. Like you said, yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. put, put yeah, pull the you know, and look, look at her hair. Clubhouse. The, these the boys is really bullshit. underground on Reddit, organizing Bruh. and hitting them where it hurts. A word, a coup. They, yo, word up, a coup. Yo, I was, I've been on Clubhouse. Like I, I backed off a of Clubhouse, but I was in some of those financial rooms, or whatever, and I learned some shit or whatever. But yeah. nothing like that. <laughs> Nothing like that. They they were they were like these motherfuckers were on discourse and Reddit, and they organized that shit like you said out in the and open. And I like, like what we going do that within twenty. What is this? Twenty twenty one. So far, we had two major events. Uh-huh. You know, motherfuckers rushed the Capitol and and showed them, hey, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna keep playing games with us like we here. And motherfuckers went on Reddit and really organized. And like I said, I think. But those motherfuckers, but those motherfuckers rushed the capital Fair, inside. But they so showed so, them like, the on. people who make the laws. Like, come that on, they man. Can be come on, man. I don't. I don't think they want. Uh, to do I don't know about that. And I'm glad I I I, I, I won't advocate. That. I mean, this is the motherfucker tough talk podcast. I, I, I ain't giving them. They went in there and took nigga. When I watched the videos and his niggas in there, yeah, went in there and took selfies. This shit looked like a field trip, man. They this wasn't sh- about shit. 
they was in it just and if anything, exactly I think that I think more so oh, what they man. wanted to do was two Fuck messages. One was to the politicians, and the two was to the um non-Trump supporters to say we still here. You know, because everybody that identifies as left was jumping up and down and screaming about it, and I'm laughing because I'm like, well, what do you care so much for? You know, you just said you hate the police. The fucking Senate yeah. backs the police, so that's Congress making those laws that protect mm-hmm. them. So, and he just hired Biden, and you know, him mm-hmm. and Obama signed the back the blue law, which gave them more power. You know, and that's on the heels of Mike Brown and Tamir Rice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just <laughs> to me round counter a little bit to everything that we preach about. And then, even if you saw the uh, big uh, which McCallit arguments, the um, minimum wage arguments, I'm laughing a little bit about that too because it's like, well, wouldn't GameStop be your enemy? Why? <laughs> They've been giving us uh, five dollars for our trade-ins mm. for life. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That's what happened when I first heard about this whole stock thing. I heard about them uh I heard about them first going yeah. bankrupt around when the pandemic first happened. That they projected them to go bankrupt. Then all of a sudden a few, like a week ago I heard mm-hmm. that their stock went up to like 30 bucks or something like that. The next thing I know this happened. And you know, people were making their jokes and stuff like that, but when I heard that they were <laughs> down and all, I was like, man, fuck that company. Cuz I I've been on the receiving end of that. Hey, oh, how much are you giving me for these games? And it'd be like, oh, seven dollars. Like, what do you mean seven dollars? <laughs> I just bought this game. Right. Day. Yeah. Exactly, and like, man. And I mean, yeah, I've so. been there too because we used to trade in the two Ks or something. And I remember one time, one year, I literally just oh, bought two okay. K, and or no, I was switching from live to two K. The live was trash, so I took it back. And I mean, I might have mm. had it three days took it back and they were like yeah man and i'm like well i just got this brand new for 50 you know first day it came out they were like yeah we'll give you 20. Mm -hmm. yeah that's like uh what 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 is that um fuck what is that show that pawn wars or whatever is that own the um the, the pawn, yeah, that's pawn, what I just said. Pawn stars. With uh, Joe Biden, <laughs> the pawn, best I can do yeah, is uh, yeah, not a a private prison. <laughs> best I can do. Yeah, same, yeah that's same do. thing GameStop. Best I can do is. Yeah, man, they played you. I, I think I was lucky because remember the 2K was always cheaper, so it was only like 35 anyway. Yeah, but it mm-hmm. was still just like, well, damn, I just mm-hmm. bought this shit from y'all. They treated my ass like I was a crackhead. <laughs> Like I was, uh, hey man, I got these light bulbs. <laughs> but uh, what? But yeah, I I, yeah, I love them yeah, organizing and coming up off that. Like I said, I said, damn man, GameStop, they actually really went and made real change. And like I said, it it, it definitely makes me look funny at us, you know, with all the symbolism and you know, Black Lives Matter. But there's no in in the window of mm-hmm. businesses, but there's no discount for you. Even though they told you, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you make less through the numbers or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yo, let, let's be about more action and mm-hmm. quit being so focused on symbolism and look at Kamala's hair. Like I said, I've never seen an Asian person say, man, look at the shoes Andrew Yang got on. And niggas is over here talking about Converse mm-hmm. and curls in her hair. And I'm just like, yo. <laughs> But uh, we we about to yeah, wrap it up here. Shit. Jump up off here. 
Harriet Tubman on the 20. That's the last thing I wanted to ask about. I don't give a and, fuck and, about and that. I don't even know why we even make it out of the <laughs> That is just like, it's what? So what? <laughs> why would I care about Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? And we give who these the people at, all this stuff after that? they ain't here to see it no more. But it's dumb, and I'm pretty sure Harriet she Tubman hates America, and that's a little life. like the joke, uh, the MLK Day thing where, you know, these government uh, government social media accounts, you know, happy MLK Day. And it's like, you killed him. Like somebody said, that's like, yo. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's like if, uh, what was my man that was in the red Honda on Boys in the Hood wish Ricky a happy birthday every fucking year. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah, just it's like, ridiculous. What? You yeah. know, it's OJ wishing Nicole happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah, every time, which that oh, nigga's on Twitter saying sense. all types of shit, and it's funny just to see what he thinks. He actually still has good opinions mm. about football, but then when he's like, uh, let's talk a little bit about injustice, it's like, oh shit, OJ, this ain't gonna go like you thought it was. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You yeah, but yeah, he, he, he can't OJ not give a fuck with Man, that's... he don't give a fuck, man. The motherfucker that did he done did his time. The white man that got his revenge on him for for killing for supposedly killing which nobody him. gives a fuck about and, Ron Goldman. You know, <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a nobody gives a fuck about him or his yeah, father with yeah, his yeah. mustache. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did have the Geraldo joint, kid, yo. Stupid. Ass. Yeah, stupid ass mustache. Hell of I still around. Is he still alive? That shit has to suck. Though, I don't know. Keep, you know, hearing about it and nobody mentioning your son. So like he was never there. But uh, what the hell was mm-hmm. I saying? It's a little bit. Right. We'll close on this. But uh, that whole NFL, the Chad Wheeler situation. Did you see it? Uh, what I thought mm-hmm. was funny about yeah. it was everyone made it about race. Oh, you know, they're not covering this because of this or because of that. And it's like, they're not covering it because no one gives a fuck about an offensive tackle. <laughs> well, well, him, him as an offensive Just period. tackle. period. Because he's not even known. Like, nobody even knew. Right. Nobody knew who he was at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody. I never heard of Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know who he is. Like, nobody did. It's different. Yeah, it's different than Ray OJ. Rice. It's different than um. <laughs> These motherfuckers you know, actually got OJ. yardage and was all pro. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. when the punter, when the punter beat his wife, and uh, for the Giants, the white dude, and uh, the they, they idea of a punter to an physical. <laughs> physical, yeah, exactly. They probably they 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 probably was like, you know what? motherfucker, Show finally got his fighting. hands dirty. And, and then he almost would extent. ask the wife, do you know what he does out there? Because he does not get touched. If you just jump at this motherfucker, he'll fall over. Yeah, ain't that crazy? But yeah, we'll get the fuck up off. That's crazy. But yeah, Chad would yeah, Chad would I don't I don't everyone like, made it about race, and then like I said, people I don't know. Do you, do at you, a certain point you like, do y'all even care about the girl? Y'all just Keep talking about, oh, if he right. was black, motherfucker. Oh, if he was a running back or a wide receiver or a quarterback. It's like, yo, he's a right. 
fucking yeah. He would have got it. He would have got a. He's a practice squad offensive tackle. I think he went to USC though, so he the boy the boy could play. But again, no one gives a, nobody tackle. gives a fuck. He's and, and, and he's a practice squad <laughs> offensive lineman. So yeah, no one gives a shit. That's why I didn't. Right. That's why I didn't. And we also we had a lot of shit going on. You know, GameStop boys, motherfuckers breaching the Capitol, pandemics, lot going on, and that shit probably would have never happened if he didn't have to stay at home anyway. But it is what it is. And then, like I said, I mean, obviously, I guess I should say, I wish, I wish the young lady luck. I hope she figures it the fuck out, because you know you don't want to see no shit like that, and I I don't want to go. Yeah it's, yeah, it's crazy those pictures got released the way they did, though, man. It's almost like people don't even give a fuck about yes. her privacy or her. any. Like, my thing is, if you're going to release the pictures, I think the most important is releasing them to the police, the, you know what I mean, or, or whatever like that. But the ad, the public don't need to see that shit until that motherfucker's arrested and this thing is being adjudicated. Outside of that, yeah, the, the, the way the media handles shit is, that is shit, strange. That shit kind of like, yeah, it's like so disgusting, man. It's family like, what about this being re-traumatized. You know I mean? Now every her family, her herself, she yeah, has to herself. see it over and over. Which it's like, yo, Kobe's a, wife asked the NBA right. not to she's do any help- tributes for him. You know, because obviously she knows mm-hmm. the world will stop. And it's like, people got mad at her for saying that. It's like, you got to understand, to you, he was just, you know, a basketball player. To her, that's a man that she woke up next to. To her, that's day. her husband. Yeah. So you are re-traumatizing her when she, you know, mm-hmm. clicks on the TV and there's his face. And, and then she might see her own face, you know, in the pictures and stuff. And. And, and, it, and it was a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, back to our original point where we started here about Larry King and Pierre's Morgan and like, yo, y'all don't know these people. Like, so whatever, you know, she says, you know, and then, you know, what's really crazy about the thing is, you know, the daughter that it's like, yes, yeah, you know, not just Kobe. Her daughter, you know, somebody she daughter and cared yeah. for nine fucking months, so. Show some respect, but you do wonder a little bit about that because you did say, yeah, the, the bloody pictures. And like I said, I'm like, this is horrible. But like I said, as I've seen people sharing it, I'm like, do y'all even care? Y'all just want to argue about race all goddamn day. Oh, well, if this was a black, I'm like, mm-hmm. that nigga, no one gives a fuck about black offensive tackles. No one gives a fuck. Black, Hawaiian, whoever the fuck. Yeah, offensive tackles in general. Offensive line. Yeah, it's like you niggas never no even get Madden covers. No one gives a but fuck. But Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas, a Hall of Fame, who 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 may be a Hall of Famer in the very near future, uh, said that offensive linemen are like mushrooms. He said he said <laughs> they put us in the dark and they shit on us. He said that's what. That's what an offensive, the life of an offensive yeah. lineman. You really NFL only like, hear about them. You he said only they hear put, about he said them they put you in the dark. They're right. not blocked. When a bad, when something <laughs> bad happens. Right, exactly. That's what he said. He, that's what he said. He said pretty much they put us in the dark to watch film and they shit on us constantly. He said we're mushrooms, and he, and he said exactly that. He said it. The only right. way you know my name is. And if I, I guess fuck this up dude somewhere. did fuck up because we do know his yeah. name now. 
But uh, what was I going to say? And we'll get the hell off right. here. Oh, to your point, I was going to say that that girl, whatever happened up here in Harlem with the uh, liquor store and that girl, uh, and I guess I should present mm-hmm. it to the people. Uh, there was a girl in Harlem that got attacked by some fucking assholes, you know, at a liquor store. They asked her to buy some liquor or something like that, or they offered to buy they her, offered to buy, you know, liquor, and she refused or whatever. They her. followed her outside, beat her up. It's been all over the news, but I said that to say, and I mean, obviously, they're looking for them or whatever, but hmm. It's well, yeah, I saw like a picture of them, but I mean, they ain't did shit to them yet, so I guess... Mm-hmm. Nah, hmm. I heard. I saw the video. I saw it. He whooped his hey, ass. Hey, good, good for him. One shit. of the guys' ass from the video I saw. <laughs> but uh, what was I wanted to say was, yeah, I noticed she didn't release her name. So yeah, a little bit about what you're saying. Like, what what is the reason behind sometimes you know releasing pictures and not releasing names and whatever? I guess it's all legal shit. I don't understand, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both those situations is fucked up, mm-hmm. and you know, hey, niggas get what they deserve, and I hate that they took the narrative of you know toxic masculinity, yep. and it's like, yo, it's an absence of mas- masculinity, right? And and also, you're asking you're asking for her to be avenged by right the, the niggas you're gonna send to protect her gotta be a little. Toxic. It's like so, right, right, and also. There was this whole narrative about protect black women. It's like you're asking. It's like, can anyone ever just get with the narrative that yes. there are shitty people out there? Because you're the way they present it is almost like you're asking the person who's the perpetrator to yes. protect you. It's like who's gonna protect? Who's gonna protect you? No, like yes, like there's boundaries I would have saying? to cross. It's like this to guy protect you. I'm gonna have to break some rules. There's, there's guy, yeah, there, but there's the people out here that are shitty to you. Have no, there? You, you understand what I'm saying? They yeah, are there's wolves out here. They're already criminals. So it's like you're saying, right? So you're talking about protect us, and we should be protected. It's like, but you're in a situation where ain't none of those motherfuckers out there gonna protect you. <laughs> so who are you? Who is that message for? It can't be for the one. It's not. And for see, the ones that's that what I mean. Protect you. And that's so what I mean other, by, like I said, sometimes there's all this messaging like, and these, uh, you know, hashtag this, dudes typing in all capital letters, y'all got to protect these black women. And it's like, even when I do, you won't be there, sir. Meaning like, you're the one, you're talking about it. You're mm-hmm. not going to do shit. And, 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 and I mean, that, right, I right, guess right, we'll right, just right. end on that right. note because that's what we've been talking about this whole time. Symbolism and hashtagging and not doing a goddamn thing. And these motherfuckers didn't flip right. the stock market and ain't said shit. <laughs> we just woke up exactly. to it. But uh, go ahead, plug your handles if you got any shows, man, and we'll jump off it. Uh, all right. I'm doing a Zoom show. Nigga, you sound uh, real excited. Uh, probably. Um, Ibrahim Khalil. <laughs> I don't, like, um... I'll, I hear you. I don't know. Man, I haven't done shit. I ain't did. I haven't done anything since November. I'm not really. Nah, I feel I'm the same. Really I, I got a train show so this afternoon, like, which we're gonna see. Exactly. Train. Listen, I haven't tra- taken a show in so train. long. I said, you know what? 
let's give it a shot, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to get back. I'm going to tell you, man, one of the things that's kept me from, like, like I think I told you before, but I don't feel like going out there. Nah, I get you. And, 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 face. I, and I feel like, and I mean, I don't, I get don't what I'm say saying? this to big dog, but me and you, as far as New York City goes, we're in two kind of opposite ends of the spectrum to where you had to um, show face and hang out a little more. Whereas myself is a little easier for me to get on stage if there is a stage at this point. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not for me. It's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to stand around and show face <laughs> and not even show right. my whole face. Show eyes. A quarter of point. it. It's bad enough. Motherfuckers really didn't know. Yeah, motherfuckers didn't even know who I was for the most part up until a certain point. Yeah, really and then you look a little uh, who I am. like, you know, so it's one like, of my homies, bruh, uh, Nico keeps hitting me about this booker. And I mean, obviously, I love Nico. Shouts out to Nico. Uh, check out his special if you're listening. If you haven't, Dark Outs, available on YouTube, it's free. Because I know y'all broke asses ain't got no money anyway. Uh, he's like, yo, you got to hit up this booker. And a little bit, I kind of had to tell him, like, yo, I'm not really concerned with volume right now and getting up a lot because obviously the goat just caught the shit uh Chappelle mm -hmm. and I mean you know mm -hmm. a day before it mm -hmm. you know they were bragging about the shows you know pandemic can't stop me you know I'm out here you know here's a picture of me and Talib Kweli and and uh what's her name Angela Yee. Oh, Dave, oh, Dave, you know Dave I don't know if Dave actually posted but I was uh, seeing the yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. To the point where uh, the girl Angela right, Lee right, that's right, on right. Breakfast Club, you know, she came back to work or whatever. They told her like, uh, mm -hmm. "You can work from home," because she was down in I think what Texas mm -hmm. with them. Oh, so, so where it's like, yo, Texas, California Texas shut everything them, yeah. the fuck down. New York shut shit down. But this, but, but this is the thing I don't understand yeah. about the quarantine thing, right? So I was watching the news and they were talking about people traveling from the United States or traveling from other places. And then when you get to where you got to go, you have to quarantine for two weeks before you allegedly be out in gym pop, which makes right, right because which makes absolutely no sense to me. My thing is, why don't you just test someone when they come through? If you're going to put all the resources or tell somebody to quarantine, why don't you just have people get tested when they come through? Tell them to quarantine for 24 to 72 hours until they receive their results. And then once they receive their results, they can be about their business. What the fuck is going somewhere and quarantining for two weeks going to do? They've already traveled through the sky. Look, man. They've already gone through the airport. So whatever. They don't want to deal with this. It's going to be contaminated. But the, they the don't want to deal with this. And I and so I had this though. thought, you know, back in March or whatever. And I'm sure it's on some of our podcasts with me saying this. Mm -hmm. They need to stop motherfuckers from traveling. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But the but the airline industry, the, the way they look at it is also is that airline everything's industry is suffering. suffering. So they can't, they're not going to. Yeah, but you got to understand, uh, airlines, most oh, airlines are, are attached. I know it's uh, all to hooked government. to the bigger thing, but so they're not going to let airlines. But Doug, if they, yeah. which a little bit of wink, fail. wink, because you go, is, well, y'all don't really want to stop this shit, do you? Because 
Because if you did, I think it's a part of a you would have been shut down airports. You know, part of the uh, 1900 pandemic or whatever the 1921 was, they were just getting airplanes. So there wasn't a Mm -hmm. whole lot of travel or transatlantic travel was just Mm -hmm. beginning. And that's how they said it spread so quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, That, like I said, it was the the beginning of planes. So that's how they said it was, you know, moving across the mm. continent. It's like, yeah, well, clearly, now obviously, if Trump right. had a, you know, um, but, shut down traveling, did a travel ban, we would have raised hell. And even when you think about like something like the Capitol mm-hmm. getting rushed, it's like, what if you weren't allowing people to travel? Would that have happened? It wouldn't have fucking happened. And then you, mm-hmm. you know, you just said people why don't you why don't you just tell people oh it's just dumb stay in your house until you get the well not only that but it defeats it defeats the purpose of travel because if i was to travel somewhere obviously i want to wham bam thank you ma'am meaning get in get out so to sit still for 14 days is just fucking stupid and then even what you're saying i think the answer to what you're saying me and you both know those tests aren't 100 percent accurate because think about this. How does Chappelle get it if he's testing everybody mm-hmm. coming and going? Comedy, comedy and I mean, like I said, oh, <laughs> I will send you hilarious. I will send you the post, but, but you know, that's mm-hmm. in the post, you know, and they're all hugged up, you know. Oh, you know, where, you know, they said it can't be done, but we're doing it the safe way, which I think a little bit of this shit mm-hmm. is fighting God. Oh, I'm above mm-hmm. it. Nigga, no, you're not. Have a seat. They done shut down LA. They done shut down New York. They done shut mm. this down, shut that down, you know. So for myself, even a little bit of like, you know, Phil, sit here, figure out this fucking podcast thing. Make mm. your fucking TikToks and, and and you know, call it a day. And I mean this I I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite because I'm going to do this show today, but it's like, yo, I haven't been on stage in two months or whatever. And I've turned down stuff and or I shouldn't even say turned down. Mm. I'm just not looking really. You know, I'm letting it be what it is. Like, yo, time to rest up and write new shit and come back with that new energy. But some of these people won't sit the fuck down. Joe Biden just passed another travel ban Mm, in Africa. And it's like there was radio silence. But it's like if Trump wrote that same thing. Oh, man. All hell would have broke loose, you know. And and same thing, you know, ban in Africa, but you know, European, yeah. y'all cool, yeah. And it's like, nigga, what? <laughs> but because he didn't call them shithole countries, you know, people were so caught up on the language. Again, as you said, symbolism right. over substance. But we'll get the fuck off here. I think you gave your handles. Uh, my handle is at I am Phil Hunt per usual. <laughs>